Good morning, camper. Whoa! Welcome to the camp. Good morning. Wow. I forgot forgot what this felt like. Wow. (laughs) It's been like, what has it been, five months? Good Lord. I don't even remember. (laughs) Love what you've done with the place. Oh, man. We've got new headphones. I think that's a new microphone. Camp is back. The cabins are painted. The canteen is full. Winter camp. Oh, the winter camp's the best. <laughs> I'm back. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy, happy New, New Year, Year everybody. <laughs> oh, um, man, it's good to be back. Oh. We're not. We're definitely not going to watch uh, the Genesis Invitational. I like that I came in, though, and this is what you were watching. Now I know what you're doing when I'm not here. Ooh, ripping time on the Hallmark Channel. Let's see. Oh, I saw um, something that I wanted to watch. Uh, I didn't like Us. Did you see Us? Didn't love it. Did not love it. What about the Equalizer 2? Have you seen it? Love the Equalizer movies because they're so <laughs> unbelievably violent. I literally was watching, uh, it's a commercial, so <laughs> with no, no spoiler, I literally was watching the Equalizer 3 on an airplane, uh-huh. and it was so, it's like so unbelievably violent. They don't edit those out, do they? No, no. Right. But, but I think it was like a 10 a.m. flight, though, and there were some kids around, around me, and I, it was just like, and I was just so, and not my kids, they weren't even my kids. My kids were there, but it was like two kids had a better view of my screen. Anyway, it was so violent, <laughs> I had to turn it off because I was, I, you know, when I am on a plane and I see, I mean, it's one thing when you're in an airport and people are just drinking heavily, because I'm like, I get it. A lot of people don't like to fly. Right, right. You know, and there's nothing funnier than seeing people just like down double scotches at like seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. But when you're on a morning flight, for some reason, I, I feel like uh, very, I'm very cautious about what I watch on my TV. Well, are you saying watching people die on TV on a flight is weird or? No, it's not. I don't know. That's fine. It's just the level of violence. I mean, the Equalizer movies are, I mean, again, are, are, they're particularly brutal. What does he play? He's like a former hitman. It's like kind of unclear. It's, is, you know what? Is it one of those movies where it's like he plays a hitman who's living a quiet life in a cab? Yes, more <laughs> Somebody or less. Yeah, dies yeah. and he, then he goes and it's like, I wonder how where this is going to go. Yeah. In the first one, he's an, he's an anonymous, uh, you know, he's just an anonymous guy. He helps everybody out. He works at like a Home Depot. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's handy with, uh, you know, high, you know, da- you know, high velocity chainsaws and, right, and, right. and, and, and nail guns. Which you know is foreshadowing. You know, yeah, it's a little Chekhov's nail yeah, gun. Yeah, when you see that <laughs> shit, you're like, okay. And, um, you know, I, yeah, no, and, and I don't know. In the first one, in the first one, he, you know, in the T, it's based on a TV show. The TV show was like, he was oh, like right, a former right. government agent and he was an equalizer. So if you're, if you were getting fucked with, and who was in that? Is that Anthony Perkins? Who was in that? It was sort of like an Anthony Perkins type. I don't know. It was <laughs> right. definitely some rando British guy, like a James Mason type. But I don't know his name. I forget who it was. Edward Woodward, I think. But it was probably one of those shows from the like the sixties or seventies. No, oh, it was the eighties. Oh, okay. It was like it was like the follow up to Miami Vice. It was got like it. a New York. It was like a you know seedy New York in the eighties show. But he he would basically like help people whose lives were you know not going so well. Got it. But um, like the third one opens. And he's just like slaughtering people. Now, if you've seen one and two, like I had, you're, you're ready for it. Yeah, Denzel, right, right. Cause by the way, Denzel like never gets hurt in the movie. Like he's, he's, there's never a moment of vulnerability. And clearly he hasn't died. <laughs> no, no. I'm and sure it, it, four's it, no, coming. I'm, sh- I'm sure. Well, actually, no, I think they said this equalizer three sort of wrapped up the trilogy. Oh, got it. Okay. I mean, he, again, he's never in danger. It reminded me of a, of a pitch I once did. 
uh, toured to a major action star. And it was like one of those Millennium Avi Lerner movies. Oh, yeah, it's Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of the one of those guys where they were gonna like pay a dude like a boatload of money, right? And and anyway, so and I and they don't overthink their movies. No, they don't. But my <laughs> they but, have like they have like an average Rotten Tomato score of like around 57, 56. Oh yeah, no, maybe forty. To- <laughs> it hovers right around that. Yeah, no, totally. Don't give a shit. But it was like this was like something actually, you know, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Uh, it was actually something I actually actually like brought my brother into because I was like I need your help and we came up and we had it was a pretty soft it was a really good pitch I have to say so I went in pitched it blew everybody away came back and they're like we want you to pitch our star you know mm-hmm. it was a sequel to a movie so it was, was it was Statham no- <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Statham <laughs> all they ever wanted yeah. Statham. all right all right all right fair <laughs> enough okay so yeah all right so so cats out of the bag so anyway but like you know so I'm like you know I do this pitch I had been warned in advance that you know like he likes to be you know impenetrable uh-huh. Like there's no weakness. Yeah, right, right, right. And I don't think they. I don't know. I don't. Think, I don't I, you know, I don't know if they ended up making it. I, I, I forget which one it was. It was a sequel to a ridiculous movie, which was a remake of a Charles Bronson movie. Um, they should, the movie should have been called Impenetrable. But it yeah, was. What, what was the uh, what? Uh, but there was this great pitch, and we not re- crank. It wasn't crank. Was no, it? no, 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 no. It was like it was literally. Like he's. It was like an equalizer like movie. Right. Okay. So I'm pitching, and and the pitch is. I think the pitch is going great. But my, you know, my brother and I had come up with this great middle of the movie where the main character fucks up, like he makes a mistake. That causes everything to go haywire, mm. which we thought really brought home like a sick third act, you know, uh-huh. incre- already an incredibly ridiculous movie. So we loaded the first half of the pitch with like blood, guts, lots of TNA. You're just kicking ass. Right, right, right. But he could not get over this middle section where he made a mistake. So we hmm. get, so I'm about two thirds of the dead. He goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't make mistakes. Like, can we, uh, like, my character is just not going to make that big of a mistake. Right, right, right. And is he a classically trained actor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do in that situation? Because then I was just like, well, you know, I basically said, I was like, well, you know, the whole thing kind of uh, hinges. I, mean, I'm, I literally said to him, and, the, and the, you know, it was one of those things where you're in like, so like train of thought. I'm like, the whole, kind of, the, whole, the whole premise of the movie hinges on this mistake. Hmm. Like, you know, the, this pitch, you know, we could fix it, but I feel like it would make your kid, you know, and I, I gave some impassioned plea where I was like, you you know, you could really stretch and there'd be vulnerability and blah, blah, blah. I, it was over. Well, sometimes, and sometimes their solutions are just like, what? Have you ever seen a movie before? It's some of their, sometimes their solutions make fucking even like, there's no sense. whatsoever. No, I was just, I know. And I was like, fuck man, this was a fuck. I mean, I'm like, by the way, this is the dumbest fucking movie in the world. Like, no, yeah, and you're and he's like overthinking get, it. Yeah, I'm like, let's get real. Like, right, right. I mean, like, you know, if you don't want that, fine. But I'm like, what a fucking waste. Yeah, you're gonna right, get paid. Right. You're gonna get paid twenty million dollars to this movie. The total cost of this movie is gonna be like five million, and then everyone else walks away. You know, yeah, and, and, it's yeah, just this fucking right. chop shop movie making where like right. it's all foreign sales. You know, look, I mean, I'm just like, come on, man. This would have been hilarious. Anyway, I am, now I'm like really trying to remember what the fuck movie was called. Wait, don't, but don't you hate when, uh, okay, so if it's a sequel and to something that he's already played, then I can understand if he's like 
doing saying that maybe yeah but it was obviously a sequel of a movie like it definitely wasn't a sequel to the beekeeper i mean like all those right. movies are like you know beekeeper parker may in a movie called parker or no that's justin timberlake uh wrath of man i mean i mean this was all pre- this is before wrath of man like wrath of man he's playing that was a pretty interesting you know character movie it was you know i mean he's like getting revenge I remember when Statham came on. I mean, like the, yeah, the cat really is out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he came on. Uh, I remember seeing, like, Snatch, and I mean, doesn't get any better than this movie. No. When Snatch came out and Locke's talking to Smoking Barrels came out, it's like, oh, that guy. Oh, he, he's, like, kind of cool. And then he was in the tr- Transporter. Uh-huh. He was in a movie where he was, like, kicking people's asses, and I was like, wait, that dude? It was a very random. I, I was like, I didn't expect. It's not like he was in, like, Layer Cake. And then he was like, like Daniel Craig was in that, and then he was in Munich, and then Bond. It's like, oh right, yeah, that right, guy. Right. That, right, when right. Jason Statham was this like action star, I'm like, what is this? But then, of course, he fucking makes it work. I just didn't see it in any of those two movies. No, Snatch and Lockstar no, no. I mean, no, no. Movies. He was no. I mean, and and the guy that now he, he's clearly an action. star. That's really pretty much all he does. I mean, Meg, all this stuff. Um, but um, oh yeah, he's got, in that shark movie. Yeah, the Met, which is hilarious. I mean, goddamn! This is just yeah. So, so for uh, we are really going to make sure the campers go to bed with nightmares tonight. We are watching Silence of the Lambs. I, isn't today? It's like thirty. Is it his thirty fourth anniversary today, or thirty third, or something like that? Thirty uh, third sounds right because it's it was ninety one. Look at that mustache. That was. This is a great moment in the movie where the guy, that guy right there, I forget. It's um, who's that actor? That guy was. He's been around a lot. But that guy with that—that's not really a pencil thin mustache, although it wants to be. <laughs> He's um, the guy's like, "What do I say?" It's like that's Jim Parker. Like <laughs> talk to him, <laughs> even though it's Animal Lecter wearing the guy's skin. But uh, yeah, oh this right, movie. that's right. But uh, no, so you're don't 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 you hate when you're pitching somebody. And they stop you in the middle. Like you've worked all, however long you worked on this pitch, you've like worked your ass off on it. And they stop you in the middle of it to be like, that would never happen. It's like, I okay. I, I guess totally. this is over. No, like, totally can you save that. No, for when I'm done, right. Exhausting this fucking presentation. Yeah, no, it's already you're already. It's already like 20 minutes. It's like right? you just you just killed this for me. Like thanks. No, the all the air went out, and you, and I was like, really, I didn't even at that point. There was no reason to finish. No, yeah. Then you're stuck there trying to figure out what to do next. It's like oh. Because I can never think of things on the spot. I need to like come back to my apartment, take her for a walk, and, like, and be like, okay, now where's yeah, this thing? I, you want to process yeah, right, the right. process it. I, I can mean, never. I'm not good in a room. Well, I feel like that was one of my last times in the room. I mean, almost all my pitches, yeah, all, almost all my pitches since then are Zoom. And right. and 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 by the way, my um, hit ratio has gone through the roof. Mm. Since I've been on Zoom, I mean, I haven't, I haven't, necess- I haven't sold everything, but I it, like, I, it go, I go back, I, I, you know, I get, I get called back to do it again, mm. sometimes to a boss, um, you know, I mean, every every open writing assignment pitch I've gone out on in the last year and a half on Zoom, I, I always go back. Oh, that's good. I mean, which is hysterical because like, you go to these open writing assignments, and I'm like. I don't give a fuck. Most of them, I'm like, I'm never going to get this job. So yeah, I go and right. I do some bullshit musings and I'm always there. Like, we love it. Come back. And then you're like, Oh, by the third time you get invested and you're like, okay, right. Right. I'm right. going to put some of these random thoughts down in, in a cohesive way. And, yeah, then, right, and, then they, right. and then they're like, we're going in a different direction. I'm like, ah, but this fuck, you get me every fucking time. But I, uh, there's a scene where it's just like, that's Jim Parker. Damn it. Oh, talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I uh, no, I hate the uh, I hate the I'm in a document step right now, and I I fucking hate it because you're working on it. It's like and the idea what you what what it has to be is it's kind of got to be like the plot section of a Wikipedia page, right? right ideally, right. but you want to write the thing. So you're I'm like starting to write dialogue, and I'm like no no no, like I can't write dialogue because nobody wants to read dialogue. <laughs> I don't even believe that they want to read the document. They want to read screenplays. But you have to fucking get this document done so that they can see what you're going to do. But I'm still kind of navigating and getting used to pitching solo. It's tough. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah, good yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And especially on a Zoom, and especially some of the people in, in this industry who, and I, I get it, they're like listening to you talk, but like sometimes if they're really stone-faced, I'm like, oh, they hate this. They hate it. It's, and it's, I get yeah, in my head and I start to like stagger and completely get lost in no, what well, I'm trying to say. I mean, again, this is, again, the beauty of Zoom is like now at least it's like, okay, I've, I have mastered the art of positioning my, I mean, I write the pitches out now like a, like a script. I mean, I used to have to memorize this stuff. Right. Like when you went into a room, I never went in with a sheet of paper. That's why if somebody interrupted you in person, like, I don't know what I'm going to do if I have to go back in a room. I mean, it's not going to be good. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I've never pitched in a room solo. Um, and well, I mean, it's been so, I mean, I, that was the last one was this, was the Statham one. I was five years. It was in 2019. I think. Uh, um, so you were definitely dealing with his guy. It was it was him, his somebody else, and all of the his somebody mil- else is a night was a night, and and, and, and there's in the whole millennium people, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay, you know, it. and the millennium people like you know, I don't know if any, <laughs> I, I, hope, I, I hope none of them are good boys because uh, I'll never get invited back. But like some of those guys look like like legitimate gangsters, like oh, in, yeah. like in a movie you'd see with gangsters. And their offices are right in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yep. right down the street. I don't know if they're still there, <laughs> and, and, but like their offices look like a place that like in its heyday people were doing cocaine. Yeah. Every Everywhere. If I recall, there's like no windows. Uh, a lot it's of really kind yeah. of cavernous. Yeah, and a lot of glass, like a lot of glass bricks. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there are a lot of glass bricks. Whenever I, I, see, I love yeah. it, if you, yeah, I love it. I mean, yeah, listen. When you see the posters and movies, you're like, listen. I know what I'm getting into. Like, here. No, exactly, for sure. You know, we're gonna go make some fucking schlock. They're not trying to win Oscars. That's, no, no. That's what's great. About no, it. that should great, be their slogan. No, we're not here to win Oscars. Oh, you know, we have a business plan. You know, we're you know, Jen, Jen Statham is like literally like, hey, these guys are like, look, man, I got a, I got you know, I got a I got a huge I got a huge overhead. Um, that's the kind of company who I really hope they don't listen to this, but I don't think they do that's the kind of company where you start working for them and it's like in uh it's like in wall street when the the woman shows up at charlie sheen's house it's just like i'm a friend of gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> kind of, i feel like it's kind of like that i'm sure like. i'm sure yeah yeah like where do you want to you know we where do you want to go we can go we can go to river cafe <laughs> just drive blah, blah, around blah, or just drive around <laughs> And then, and then, and then like she, you know, pours a little blow on his, on his hand and it's Charlie Sheen. So then you realize, uh Oh, it was just all downhill for this guy. It's crazy. I was watching cause I saw, cause I mean, platoon wall street, even hot shots, uh, the chase. Let's see. Like I'm trying to think what else, uh, major league, major league men at work. He had that charisma and that charm, and he was a really good actor. When you watch two and a half men and I love that show. Right. I'm just like, God damn it. Fucking poor guy. He just turned. He just. It just. He turned so Too much. Hard. Well, he went cartoonish so fast. For sure. But I mean, I mean, what the, a all rot- the drugs what just a- turned his fucking skin and face. Just he just looks like a 
I don't even, it just doesn't look real, but God, he fucking had it. Yeah. And, well, he, and he had it on Two and a Half Men, just in a different way, but no, it was so sure. like Dude, he's actually looking. pretty funny on that show Bookie, which uh, was, a, oh, was, a, which was a real guilty pleasure on Max. That's in the Chuck Lorre movie from Two and a Half Men. That is, so that's with Sebastian Maniscalcos. Oh, right. And, uh, and which, by the way, I took your, I think we were talking about it at dinner and I brought him up and I was like, I'm not sure. And you're like, Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure about his humor. And you're like, yeah, but he was really good as that guy. Oh, in the Irishman. He was great in the Irishman. Yeah. He I was did. the only good part. A crazy yeah. Joe Gallo, I think but he was crazy. Joe Gallo, by the way, and this is crazy. I went back and rewatched the Irishman over Christmas. Wow. How'd that in the, go? In the desert. Dare I say, you came around. It was very enjoyable on second viewing. Hmm. Maybe I have to do that. Now look, I, but I, but see now, now I can do it how it was supposed to be watched. Right. I can do it now, look, in look, I can do a lot of fast forwarding. I did a lot of fast forwarding, but again, like the biggest problem with the movie is the first hour because the fucking technology didn't work. Now, if they had right, cast right. somebody else, right, and it wasn't De Niro, right, then maybe like my two biggest complaints in the movie still hold. Um, yeah, again, the, he like he. It's, I mean, you can uh, start with the length. I mean, it's, the it's, length it's, is well, the le- yeah, well, the but like again, now I'm also watching the Irishman. This is post Killers Flower Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. which was like also I, I, brutal. I, I, I realized so it's been a while since I last on a pod, so I got a lot of movie thoughts to catch up on. All right, well, <laughs> all right, well, Killers of the Flower <laughs> Moon we also like, our Oscars yeah, extravaganza also like episode, five yeah. hours, five hours long. Uh, but but the other problem with that movie now that I realized too is that like Leonardo DiCaprio is nearly fifty and he's playing right. a character that should be twenty because when the Killers of the Flower oh, Moon yeah. I get thrown off because in the movie he's Jesse, just coming back from war isn't yeah, he yeah and Jesse right, Plemons right, right. also keeps calling him son like right, right, right. he's like how you feel you know you know you know this is what's going on son and I'm like wait a minute. You're younger than Leo. I mean, even like like no makeup in the world is going to change that, right? So what? Like, and then the same. Pro- anyway, so back to the Irishman. Same fucking problem. For the first hour, I can't get over the fact that like De Niro does not. He's like a hundred and five years old. That's yeah, it's, it's tough. So he's up against like you know, and yeah. So I'm that to me was like ultimately I was like you know like I mean he could have pulled off thirty. It, it, I wonder if this, because like, when you look at 30 year olds in like the 40s, they look like fucking terrible. They look, they look terrible. <laughs> so maybe that was their thinking, but still, no, it's like, it's like they looked bad, but that's, they didn't look that bad. But they did look weathered. Yeah, sure. especially yeah. if you were a hitman, like the stress. Well, dude, by the way, like Bill, <laughs> by the way, Bill Ackman, the fucking. A hedge fund lunatic who thinks he's going to single-handedly defeat woke America. Who is this? He's a billionaire. He's like big. He's like the guy who sort of led the charge against Harvard. He went to Harvard. Uh, oh, that getting that fire president fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but he's like a hedge fund guy. He's like Bobby Axelrod. Uh-huh. Only like he's a fucking idiot. And he's, I mean, I'm friends with him on Facebook. And I and he we actually. Like messengered each other one night mm. when I was like high on blow, and he was like having a conversation <laughs> with me, and I'm like, Bill Ackman's talking to me, and um, so um, but any, but he, uh, what the fuck was my point? Um, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, De Niro's, De Niro's old, old age, 105. Yeah, how did that get to that guy? 
I, I had it real clear. Oh, it was like how people used to look shitty oh, when they yeah. were younger. Okay, so he's re- yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did this big thing where there's a fo- there's like a color photo that came out in the last couple of weeks. It was on Twitter of like people walking around in like 1930 mm-hmm. in New York, and he goes, "My God, people were so skinny in 1930." And somebody wrote like. Yeah, what happened the year before? Is the great fucking? It was the stock market crash. You're in the middle of the Great Depression. People were fucking starving. Oh yeah, okay. So and it was funny and and so that that's and good I, context I, to have. Yeah, and I remember that and what you're saying where it's like yeah, people back in the fifties and the sixties, like when they were forty. I mean, even when we were, my dad. If I if I I worry sometimes at being over forty. Did, to my kids, do I look? Like my father looked to me Because if that's true Fuck Because my dad looked old When he was over 40 Right 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 you That's why they called it Over the hill Yeah And I was like When I turned 40 I'm like chill on that Over the hill shit Yeah I'm like What are you talking I, about I just reached 50 is the, <laughs> the new 40 Okay like maybe you can Call me over the hill When I'm 50 I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of the hill I'm not I, over that fucking thing No yet. I'm not even close to that 50 I got so, a long run I got a long way to go here That felt so weird Hearing that In like I remember that was to my, you know, my, my parents turned 40 And Maybe the late 80s, I think, is when my dad turned 40, and I was just like, man, over the hill. But it's 40. Right. So, yeah, it feels, it seems so, oh, boy. Um, yeah, Sewing oh, skin while so, just having oh, a bottle, yeah. got a yeah. bottle of Cuervo <laughs> to, to, to oh, help yeah. out. Oh, boy. But, uh, so, so this, okay, so. Uh, well, he, it just reminded me of, like, what you're saying. In the 50s and the 60s, I mean, you know, I think, I, 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 I want to credit the right writer. I think it might I think it was Clifford Odets, but he sort of referred to, but I'm not sure it was him, but I think it was, but he sort of referred to that generation, the generation of like mad men, mad men, mad men that like they woke up hawking along. They went to bed drunk, like their whole life, you know, they just drank and smoked. Well, and they weren't going outside for a cigarette break and, but they were smoking with the windows. Yeah. Well, you know, that was no, no. Yeah. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That was very important to them. And yeah, like lunch was like roast beef sandwiches and dinner was like a steak and and breakfast was like bacon and eggs. Totally. Totally normal to have no, like martinis at no lunch, three martinis studios. at lunch. There's no gym. There's no <laughs> right. exercise. There's no juice. There's bar, no jogging. Right, right. I mean, there's a great scene in Donnie Brasco when like uh, he rolls down the window because Pacino's always smoking in the car. Oh, and, yeah. and then Pacino right. characters, what are you doing, Donnie? Roll up the window. I'm going to catch a cold. I mean, even high school kids in your parents' yearbooks have like mustaches and like the receding airlines. <laughs> Big time. I mean, I think, by the way, I think they back all look to, like I, uncles already. I, I, I think back to my own college days where I smoked so cigarettes i smoked i look there's 50 50 i it's lung cancer that takes me out because i always think back like i i have i quit i have not smoked in 16 years i quit when i was like 29 and 28 29 smoking but uh-huh. but for that that was a big 10 year run like i started smoking cigarettes when i was 17 were you doing a pack a day easily Ooh. and then the joke in college was is like my buddy and i my my roommate in college two of us were smokers one of us wasn't that poor fucking fool but we there's this big joke where he came in and we were sitting in a room all the windows were closed we were just just sucking down cigarettes and he was like hey guys can you open a window and we're like no man it's fucking freezing outside well i mean smoking and i mean my my uh i feel like my college so i remember when the smoking ban went in when got was in new york city and then but i could still smoke in the bar that i was in college in in virginia and i was i loved it i was i was like oh man smoking inside oh it's great but then i actually do love going outside for that for that heater break 
But, but smoking but, indoor just had, I don't know, there's something nice about it. Listen, of all the bad things I've done in my body, that's the one thing I don't miss. Heaters. Well, now the, uh, now the, um, so they're like, ban- they're trying to ban Jewel, like what Chuck Schumer's trying to ban Jewels. Really? They're saying like that shit, how bad that stuff is. That guy looks like Adam Schiff. <laughs> um, uh, oh, not really, actually. And the one angle he kind of did. But, um, so now they're saying like they're, they want to ban Jewel, and I have to imagine like the cigarette company is kind of like, yeah, get that shit out of there, like bring them back to our side. I, I almost wonder if like cigarettes and the tobacco company are gonna, gonna be the ones that come out of this like anti Jewel revolution as like the the winners. But wh- don't most of the uh, cigarette companies own the vape companies now? I oh, thought, I don't know. Oh, maybe I thought like Philip Morris owns Jewel. I mean, probably. I mean, it's all. Fu- I mean, but it's just like just let them fucking vape let them smoke like so some people are gonna find it and love it others people are gonna find it and hate it like everything right it's a great madonna poster oh it is (laughs) well the big the big again to me what's funny is the big joke um i just think like it could because you're like oh jewel and cigarettes yet fucking there's just bars on every (laughs) nobody's ever had a smoking a cigarette or jeweling while you're driving how many fucking Car accidents today. Yeah, cause. no, right. Again, I, <laughs> it's but like I'm so stupid. Well, what's funny to me is it's again everybody. It's all fucking part and parcel of the capitalist system. I mean, like ninety percent of the reason I think like these politicians are like no smoking, no vaping, because at the end of the day, nobody really gives a shit what you do to your body. I mean, every fucking corner in L.A. I feel like there's a liquor store. Um, so. But I always laugh. I, I really think it's sort of like, well, you know, cigarettes are known are like a, like a, you know, they know for a fact like your your chance of cancer is like through the roof if right. you're a smoker, and um, you know, <laughs> I feel like the health insurance uh, industry is probably saying things along the lines of, well, you know, you gotta you gotta cut out the smoking because we're the ones that have to, you know carry the cost when all of our, when all those smokers get sick, it's not like the cigarette. And then there, you know, you want to, to the politician, you want your yacht, you want, you, you want a ticket to the fucking Super Bowl in Vegas, fucking Congressman, you better make sure you do something about those cigarettes. I just think keep it all, keep all the vices, everything and let people feel it out, <laughs> make I, their own decisions. Right. I agree. Cause I there's mean, a lot of people that fucking hate cigarettes. Totally. And there's a lot of people that don't drink and there's a lot of people that don't like drugs. There's a lot of people that don't like jewel. Just fucking keep it. Right, honestly, I I, <laughs> I totally agree with you, uh, and I also believe that you know the I, I personally I think the biggest issue, which is again so funny to me, is gambling. I mean, just had just I mean just legalize, just come on, like just come on. Yeah, but see, yeah, yeah, I mean, again, as somebody who's not a gambler, and I, you know, and I and I have I will be the first, I have real self control problem. I mean, I have, oh, self, I, mean, I, I have self control issues around booze, self control issues around. Drugs, self-control issues around food, had self-control issues around women, uh, all consensual, relax out there, campers. <laughs> uh, but, um, but uh, you know, it was sort of like, um, you know, um, <laughs> gambling is something I, I uh, that, because that's like real, f- I mean, every time I've ever heard of or seen people who've had gambling issues, I'm always like... I'm fucking glad I don't like this shit. Me? Really? You? I, kind of, yeah. In like to 2015 uh, to 2019, I was in it. I was in it to lose it. You were deep. 
You were chasing. I, I was you were nev- chasing I, it. I, I w- it was never a problem where I was like I had to like borrow money or steal money. But I, I, the things I was betting on were so fucking dumb and degenerate. I was I bet on a UC Santa Barbara basketball game one time, oh and I couldn't find it on TV, so I had to find a live radio stream. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like eating my pasta. Come on, man. Come like on. sweating out UC Davis versus <laughs> Santa Barbara because I had like because I saw on some gambling website that that was like their like eight unit pick of the week. They were like hammer the fucking whatever the Golden Gales or whatever their name is. Right, so right, right. I had like four hundred dollars on this fucking game, <laughs> and I actually think the thing is I actually think that I won it, but I was like, wow, I'm sweating this out, and then like afternoon sweating out like San Diego Charger fucking games. Oh wow, because yeah, I had yeah, like yeah. they were like the last part of a fucking teaser or a parlay oh, right. that I just fucked up. Yeah, see, this is the Jesus. I don't even understand. I, any it's of it. such I don't understand a any it's of it. such a waste. The Overs, only, like, there's, unders. There's only there's only the only people that should do it are people that are do it professionally. Professionally, or if you're a fucking billionaire and you're throwing up like million dollar bets, and if you lose, it's nothing. Right, but right, right. if you like, that's an invigorating bet to be a part of. If you do win a million dollars, like that's like I, totally. I, listen, I get the invigoration. I, I, I like. I'm a big fan of DraftKings. Like I like I enjoy uh, I enjoy DraftKings, which is like gambling for fucking morons. I mean, that's like you know, literally like only super computer nerds are winning that shit. Right, right. I'll win like thirty bucks. I'm like. Wee-hoo. It's my just, fantasy football skills. It's just a way for me. I mean, again, if, if for people that love doing it, like f- knock yourself out for me, it just became such a waste of fucking time and energy right. and money. Well, no, so I listen to like, I'll listen to like the, the, like the Bill Simmons podcast sometimes. Cause I like their football show that he does with that guy, cousin Sal. And I'm like listening to them talk about like the parlays that they didn't hit. And I'm just like, just, I just quit. It's yeah, such yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. waste because all it's always the same thing. It's like, why didn't we bet the Falcons? We knew that they were going to do this, but we do it every time. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's what it is, and it's just, oh, fuck, I don't miss it at all. No, yeah, at look, all. and I don't understand it, which is great. I just find it hilarious. But see, to me, it's like this is what's so crazy about America. You know, <laughs> gambling is. Not, I mean, I, again, I saw so many. I mean, there was there was at least a, ha- a dozen gambling ads for every football game. As well as the Super Bowl. Yeah, there are a lot of And it reminded me of like the crypto ad from last year's Super Bowl. Because to me, it's sort of cigarette smoking, alcohol. Like you can stop it. You know, you can stop that and you maybe, maybe have a shot at, you know, I mean, they say like the liver is, you know, one of the most resilient parts of your anatomy. It Mm. it heals itself. You know, I mean, it, it takes a year. I and mean, now when it goes, it goes. I mean, that's the other thing. If, right, you, right. you know, when you get, when if you like wake up and you've been fucking Nick caging your whole life and leaving Las Vegas, it's okay. You're done. It's over. Yeah, right. However, if you can take care of yourself or maybe turn, you can, you can sort of turn the ship around. That's where it's sort of funny to me that like suddenly gambling is now something that is constantly being advertised. It's a perfect time yeah, too they're because pumping it. yeah, it's a perfect time too because most Americans feel like they're behind and you know, all I need is that one lotto ticket, right? Like, you know, I mean, they don't realize it's like, I realized this in Vegas a long time ago that like, yeah, you know, if you bet a hundred dollar a hand, you know, like let's say you you know sixty forty to the ha- sixty forty to the house yeah. on a good night. You walk away with a couple hundred bucks. You're never gonna win a million bucks. Like you're never. It's never gonna be like I put down a hundred dollars. You know, you you have to be really really rich to hit those numbers. Right, right, right. So 
to me, I, and that's why I think with my with, with gambling, which is that what's crazy to me, they're pushing it is because that has like immediate effects. Like it can go south fast, and people are like, Aah! it goes south. It goes more south. It goes. Was it south or more south? It goes right. What's the dude, it English? just goes right to it the other down, side of Trump's border wall so fast. Down, it really, it goes downhill quicker than booze or drug addiction. That big time. It's so savage because so it's not why, again yeah, because it's money, right? Again, right, yeah, like yeah. you know, I mean, it's not. You, you have a big fucking night. I, you know, again, I, I can't. I literally, I can't even do it anymore. I went to a Grammy party two weeks ago, oh, a yeah. Steven Tyler uh, viewing party. It's right over here, isn't it? At Paramount. Yeah, we know we did it over at the Palladium. It was at oh. the Palladium here. I went. The, the cocktail party starts at three thirty, so I go, so I got there at four, and then you sit to, sit down dinners at like five. Whenever the award show starts, so five. That's a long award show too. Yeah, right? five to eight, almost six, seven, eight. You're sitting, you're drinking, you're eating, you're getting up, and but you're drinking, and then there's the dinner, and then the Black Crows played right after that. Mm. But you're basically there boozing, having a time from like three thirty. I got home at midnight. And I was, I mean, really, 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 really gonzo campers. I mean, a lot of camper campers would have called and complained. <laughs> um, and I might have lost my counselor wings for a little while. Because I was, anyway, I mean, but I mean, so the next, I mean, I, I haven't had any, any, any alcohol. Uh, even the Super Bowl was tame. Oh, because, nice. because, woo. Oh, that ain't nice. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I mean, Super Bowl was tamed by my standards. That still might kill a small village. Anyway, I but I but like you can wake up and you don't you feel like shit, so you're not going to go fucking crazy. That's the thing with gambling. I feel like you just wake up and you're like, I'm okay. You're physically fine. But the, but then but you the have wired. no money. No, but you, yeah, exactly. I yeah. I, well, if I'm in another thing, I had to do with and maybe I've talked about this on the show before. But another thing I had to do with having a bookie who was all the way he was this guy was all the way in New York. And like he would only pay you out if you won five hundred dollars. So if I won like three hundred dollars, that's like a nice day for a casual gambler. Like, oh, there's three hundred bucks. Yes, he, he wouldn't give it to you. He's like, no, let's roll it to next week. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it's that rolling that's over where uns- it's like, oh boy, that's I love unstop. That's oh, that's a, oh boy, precious. Oh yeah. Uh oh yeah. There's the old. Whisper. You know what? No, uh, nobody talks about is the. Uh, this is a savvy move she does to get this dog down there, but um. Is uh, the 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 neighborhood? What neighborhood is this? And who? Like, I'd be like, imagine living in the house that this neighborhood is that they filmed in. Like, I don't think I'm sure this is just a set, but like, there's I a scene where Clarice is on a porch and she's going yeah, to yeah, die. Like, I, what I, house I, is that? I, I, they filmed this movie in Pittsburgh. Okay, got it. Oh, here we go. In the this yeah, famous it scene. Is, yeah, I mean, I think they filmed it in. Oh yeah, he was so crazy in this movie. How did he not get a fucking Oscar nomination? That's insanity. Well, he never stopped working. So oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they filmed a lot. I know for a fact that the scene where he we watched we started this movie where Lecter is in the birdcage, they filmed that in <laughs> they filmed that in Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh looked exactly like this when I went to school there. Like nothing had changed. Oh, uh, like pretty blue collar, very blue collar, right? right. I mean that's that that's that I mean I've heard now I haven't been back to Pittsburgh in twenty some years now that I mean you know go, I mean I went to Carnegie Mellon so it was all these fucking computer science nerds and engineers and you know ninety percent of them when I was there they all went they all moved to San Francisco Seattle wow. places like that that's where they got these jobs 
Google, since I left, invested a lot of money in the city. Oh, when I my parents were living there, I was like, "Damn, this is not how I would thought." No, no, it's changed. Like, nice. I mean, it was it was it had a blue collar, great blue collar vibe when I was there. I wasn't there from yeah, like probably like deer hunter vibe. Oh, it was the best, and everything <laughs> right, right. everything around it was real deer hunter, like outside of the city, oh, real sure. deer hunter. Um, but I was there from like ninety. I was there from ninety seven, and then I graduated in two thousand two. I took a year off, but I was there from like ninety seven to two thousand two. And from what I've heard, it's totally changed. Uh, you know, I mean, um, I'm writing a movie that's set in the valley right now, but I mean, part of me is sort of like, oh, I'd really like to go back and make a movie in Pittsburgh. I heard it's a great place to film, make yeah. a movie. So like that, like this house, imagine like, oh yeah, dude, my, my house is the fucking Buffalo Bill house. Oh yeah. That's crazy. That's, that'd be nuts. Even though again, like I'm sure they didn't actually film it. Can, like, can you imagine that? Like they want to use your house and you're like, wait, what the fuck are you filming? Down there? And like they take like some kid has like a cool basement bedroom and they completely. Oh yeah. And they put a, yeah, they put, they put a fucking dungeon yeah, a, in a it. Well in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, but uh, what, what was I going to say? Uh, but even though the, even though Clarice is going, this is a, the little um, they're they're pulling a fast one on the audience here. But uh, God, this movie's great. Yeah, uh, what were we saying before? Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Anyway, Pittsburgh is a great Pittsburgh is a great city. I, I anyway, I want to go back. Oh, but but no, but but gambling. Uh, when I'm in Vegas, it's better because the of just the energy and everybody's fucking doing it. But you can go be like, I'm going to put a hundred on, you know the Lakers and you get that $100 immediately, even though it's a hundred dollars. It's just like, all right, let's go. No, no, totally. Let's go, totally. Let, let's go lose it. Or let's go spend it at a, at a, the double down. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, again, I, uh, like I didn't get there this year. I, I'm desperate to go to a Raiders game. I've heard Allegiant stadium is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'd like to go to a Raiders game mostly because I'd also like to spend it. There's nothing more. There's no more fun place to, to spend. I mean, all of the sports bar, Bars, mm-hmm. sports books in the casinos are so fantastic oh, they're great. and just to spend it i would like to you know well you know what's fun is soon is, rather than is sooner sitting rather in a sport book all day watching nfl football all day it's the best it's from 10 a.m until 8 p.m it's the yeah great. it's the best and then you and then if you and you take your winnings to uh spearmint rhino exactly that's the thing or if you lose you lose but like when you win at least you get your fucking money right then and there this this uh, this let's care. Let's roll it over. It's like uh, all right. So you yeah, mean the roll, the roll you mean, it over? Let's let me give you that uh, money. It's, uh, it's such a, it, so that's why I, that, that's that, why that, I fell off. I, I, there was a coke dealer who I used to deal with who was like that. <laughs> who would always be. You'd always be like, hey, look, man, like. Um, I just need one. And he'd be like, well, you know, I'll give you a second one. If you, you know, buy one, like, get one. Buy, you know, buy one, get one or all this shit. Like, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but so, uh, so a guy I know who, <laughs> who remained nameless, you know, um, it was like, you know, got a lot, got a line on some, got a line on some really like, like pure, I mean, pure Colombian, just like, like, this is the shit Brad Pitt's definitely doing. Uh-huh. And that, that like George Young shit. I mean, just, <laughs> I, just knock your socks off. Like, holy mackerel. Like, oh, I understand why this has been so popular through the centuries. Right. Um, like with zero hangover. Is it Jason Statham? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Give me the number. Jason Statham is definitely doing this too. Anyway, but like, I remember. So, you know, and, and, and the guy who got the line on it was like, Hey, listen, like I spoke to the, 
I spoke to the to the person. And I guess you like to speak to this particular person. You have to go through a pretty like intense, uh, like top secret encrypted. It's really like like almost like it's CIA level. And um, but then he comes back to me. He goes, "Oh, I got you know. They said they got a great deal. Like if you do this, they'll get you. You'll, it will get you this. But keep in mind, like." It's outrageously expensive because mm-hmm. of it. It's so expensive. So I was literally like, what? you know, you literally have to spend like the GDP of small countries yeah, to get right, your right. deal. And he's like, but they promised me it's a really good deal. I'm like, no, it's really, not, you know, this rollover. It's like another rollover thing. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. And then what are you supposed to do with all that? Because as I also kindly pointed out, I'm like, you know, I'm of the age now where nobody I know is interested in doing these sorts of things to their mm. body anymore. So, right. you know, this idea that you can just call somebody up and lay off like the excess. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who those people are anymore. Do you? And, you know, it's like, no, I don't. I'm like, exactly. Well, because our kids getting into it. I feel like this generation like doesn't want- see. That's the thing. I feel like this. Gen- oh, maybe I'm wrong because I feel like they do love the jewel. I but don't I feel know. Like this generation doesn't. This new generation. Oh, but then you know you fucking look at like SEC football games and they're all they're, like, yeah. They're what do you? I mean, no, drunk. no. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I've heard this argument before. Like, mostly, mostly from mostly from forty plus year olds who are sober, who are like alcoholics. Like, I mean, I've had a couple of alcoholic. I mean, who were severe alcoholics who would go, who who and, and I never realized this when I knew them. Who who would in later years would say, yeah, you know. Between four and six, I would go to this bar in the valley and sit and drink and pick up my kids at six, uh-huh. you know, and I would just be like, holy shit. And, I mean, happy hour. You know, I, I mean, happy hour was great when I was in my 20s. Like, I, you know, and again, like, I, I'm no saint and I'm and no denying that, you know, I probably have some issues with alcohol, but I don't, I don't sit around and drink, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't, but certainly not by myself. Right. Right. And I never do. Yeah. No, I've been drinking by myself since like 20, 2008. No, I don't, can't do it at <laughs> all anymore, you know? And so, but anyway, but, but I've heard this argument from a couple guys, a couple of people I know who are sober and, and they're great and good for them that they clean up their act. But th- these are the only people I've heard who say, yeah, alcohol is like, you know, people don't really drink anymore and it's sort of like a dying industry. And I'm sort mm. of like, I'm sort of like, what? Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. Did they watch, did they watch the, uh, the fucking, um, the golf tournament in Phoenix last right. week? Phoenix. I mean, I'm sort of like, I, I hear this and I get it. And sometimes your heart breaks as you're like, yeah, look, I get it. You want everybody to sort of like be like you mm. or like feel less pressure. Cause I can't, ima- I mean, cause to me, I feel like it's it'd be very hard to be sober now because everywhere I go, there's booze, there's booze everywhere. I mean, Bill Maher did that hilarious thing about it on, um, on real time. One of his, one of the few new rules that really, I was like, Oh, well played was about how like everywhere you go, there's alcohol. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I barely drink, you know, and even I have it here. Yeah, but they were talking, <laughs> but they were talking about they were talking about like the women on Good Morning America. I mean, it was hysterical. You know, some of those there was there was that time where Hoda Kotb and uh, oh, they were drinking wine, they were oh, drinking yeah, fucking right. goblets. That's right. And, okay, so this house. So this that's a house that can't. There's no way that's a set. That's got to no, be a house. No, it's definitely somewhere. a house. So who? I'd love to know who lives there. But okay, so continue. No, but anyway, I was always laughing. So anyway, but I've heard this a lot, where this this argument has been like, yeah, man, people aren't really just drinking as much as they used to. I'm like, bull. 
Shit. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. I mean, people are pretty hammered at the Charger games I go to, and I, again, that fucking golf tournament last week, the Waste Management Open, like that that thing's turned into like booze, carnival. Booze, carnival. <laughs> every every live sporting event. I mean, yeah, literally, right, like right. I mean, like. Before the Steve, Steve, before the Steve Tyler fucking uh, party, the drunkest I had been was at the Chargers game I went to in December. Oh yeah, when we I saw were, the Buffalo we, Bills, yeah, we were there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got right. It was a good game. I mean, you know, and I was hungover because we had such a fun dinner, and and then I decided to cap it off with a. Uh, Espresso martini. I don't Fuck, know. I should have uh, texted you because we went to Hollywood Park afterwards. We oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Uh, that place is great. What a hilarious game that was. I mean, it was having spoken to uh, your mom and dad, I, I had was the night before. What I had not been prepared for. I mean, I was prepared for all the Buffalo Bills fans, mm-hmm. but I've never been to a more unattractive live sporting event in <laughs> California in my life. I'm like, wow. You know, everybody, what ch- everybody from Temecula and uh, San Bernardino, wherever the Buffalo fans are living, they've all flown into LA for this game. Yeah, well, no, the, that's the they they're, that kind of goes back to um, they're they're probably thirty and they look like they're sixty because of all the wings and Jenny fucking cream and all the fucking they- Virginia Slims. <laughs> I saw a couple of women who literally were probably thirty. 32, each look 50. Yeah, the Charger fans look good. Yeah, Chargers, I mean, the five of them. Yeah, it was me, it was me, my wife, and my two kids uh, in my section. We were the only four Chargers fans. And then some people snuck down Chargers fans who uh, there was only in some seats. And I was like, come on down. We need some more. We need some more. Actually, I was shocked that Charger fans kind of showed up for that one because we had just fired the coach. We. I'm like one of those fans. <laughs> hey, listen, the I, listen. As a, you're a season ticket holder, aren't you? So and now, I mean, that's like fucking finding gold. Now yes. they got Jim Harbaugh, oh, baby. Yeah, I know. Believe me. I mean, we are fucking Woo! the Chargers. It's so funny. In the last time that I, in the time that I've done the last pod, the Chargers have completely changed franchises. It's like a whole new. Team. Oh my god! And I think this year, it's. I mean, I know it just dropped. I literally, I was, I just got an email from the Chargers um, because they've got, you know, they got the eight home game the nine home games they've got mm-hmm. and uh, they're like come on down it's and they're gonna I'm be like, ready I mean, to go it's now gonna be must see tv must see football yeah but because so it's now not we're really gonna, a, by the way it's not really a rebuild i mean herbert's a great quarterback no it's not a rebuild at all but they, but they finally got it they finally got, i think for the first time in the franchise's history they finally have like a it's like a star coach I'm, I'm fired up. Yeah. Way fired yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, It's going to be fun. I mean, I, and I even mean, more so because we got our tickets when they were just fucking like playing $15. in the soccer <laughs> Yeah, I know. It was like, yeah, but it was also like $15. I mean, they, it was very cheap. And now I'm that price definitely went way up, way up. So, that was so, so now it'll, so we went, we, so we, fucking expensive. We went from five fans. I think now we got like seven. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to really turn the powder blues. Are gonna well, hey, no, forward. listen, listen. I mean, I did, you know, speaking, you know, I was literally, I'm like, God, you know, I mean, I need to find more things to waste my, waste the money that I made. I mean, I did, I sold a pitch, uh, fucking yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, with some of the money I'm going to, I'm like, you know, God knows my wife doesn't listen to this pod. I will be getting, I'm really thinking about getting in on some of that season ticket action for the Chargers. It's fucking fun. It's SoFi very, is, very SoFi fun. is so fun. It's a fun stadium to go to. And now, again, like, because we had that dipshit coach who just, like, there was just no draw because they were just poorly run and nobody knows how the fuck... Nobody knows that they're even in L.A. Nobody knows that the Rams are in L.A. and they won the Super Bowl. I mean, people know the Rams are in L.A. I mean, but whose I mean, house Rams... I mean, <laughs> whose house Rams house? But the Chargers, people were just like, wait, what? But now it's like, oh, yeah, that team that just hired that Michigan guy. It's like, oh, oh yeah, whoa. Now now they're, they're going to get a whole lot of new fans. Oh, man, I'm so I mean, fired Every up. time I talk to the, like about the Chargers, though, sometimes you'll get like a real old 
Southern California head. Oh yeah, who yeah. will give me like a speech about San Diego and the charges about in like San the Diego. Don Coriel days, and basically. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, dude, I get it. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, San Diego is such a weird fucking place, and I'm like, but it sounds weird because it's not like telling stories about like the Packers or the Bears or like the because the Chargers are they're old, but like the history is just not as rich as like. You know the the Giants and the Packers. Like no. that's like a rich history. The Chargers. No. It's just like, oh yeah, that team in SoCal. Like nobody ever hates them. They're just like they're the San Diego team that's down there. Like oh yeah, that team down there <laughs> with, the light, with the lightning bolts. And no, like, that's right. Well, you know, yeah, no, I know. I they mean, were always just kind of, not that they were a laughing stock. They were always just kind of like a oh yeah. The well, Chargers. San Diego's a laughing stock. I mean, <laughs> let's get it's real. So, it's, so it's such far a weird. Down. Yeah, no, and it's such a weird place. I mean, literally, I, I keep saying like, listen, like you know, you, if you, if we want Mexico to really like help solve the problem on the southern border i think we can give them san diego and like mm. you could wow. you could you could move the border up to you can take <laughs> you should take most of uh, orange county too wow so first they lost the chargers to la now they're losing their city to <laughs> fucking mexico but. no because it'd be great if san diego could become like tijuana north which by the way it really kind of is like nobody nobody seems to ever wonder where like because san diego in the past 10 years i mean i know this is my own weird conspira- conspiracy theory but i am i have a good feeling about this ship mm. where like the buildings seem to get bigger and downtown San Diego and I always sort of draw the parallel between San Diego and um, Miami. San Diego's a little bit more red state. Than, it's uh, totally than by the way think. which is why they should go and join Mexico. Mm, like I don't okay. need them. I don't I'll need take, any, I don't need any of them. I don't need any of them. Wow. <laughs> I mean I don't actually the only, problem, the only some... problem is what, the Navy SEALs are down there and I just lost all my CrossFit listeners uh, from San Diego. I feel like that's all anybody does down there. CrossFit, like CrossFit and Navy and SEALs. Navy SEALs and surfing. I mean look, Wind and Sea Beach in La Jolla is like probably one of the best beaches in the fucking world. Right. I mean, the beaches in San Diego are chef's kiss for sure, right. but that's pretty much about it. I mean, for Christ's sake, it was, I, I, I don't know if it was before it was before COVID, um, you, downtown San Diego, they were like spraying with disinfectant every morning hmm. because there was like a severe hepatitis C breakout. Ah, in the homeless population, but it was like spreading everywhere. So like every morning they were like, it was like, uh, <laughs> it was like a scene from, uh, that Steven Soderbergh movie, uh, contagion where they're like trucks were driving around, like shooting, like hepatitis killing acid Jesus. on the streets. Cause it was like a severe outbreak. Wow. I wouldn't think that in San Diego. I mean, downtown San Diego is pretty rough. I mean, I remember when I was a kid when I was, my parents were got, when my parents got divorced, my brother and I would get shipped out to spend time with my grandmother, who's really... Oh, the, that's not what you want to find in the basement. Yeah, it's disgusting. But she was like the most spectacular booze hound in the world. And we were living in La Jolla, and she lived in La Jolla, and we would spend our summers in La Jolla. There was no fucking buildings. There was no traffic. It was real, like, probably what some parts of Baja feel like now. Mm. Um, but we would go downtown to see the Padres games, some Padres games. And I remember like, it was crazy. It was like, it was like Robert Ramirez land. Wow. Very creepy. Richard Ramirez. Richard. Yeah. Um, friend of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those was like the Tony Gwynn days. Yeah. Wow, okay. Right. But you go down to pod, you go down and see the Padres, but like, then you got out of there. Cause well, you know what it feel? I feel like I, I, I always picture San Diego and like, when you look at it in pictures, it looks gorgeous and I'm sure parts of it are, but it's got a very, real like end of the earth vibe to it. Cause it, I mean, it's down there. It's 
way down there. Yeah. See, at least Seattle is up there, but Seattle has like Portland and Vancouver. It's like it's kind of like it's a sandwich. Well, Tijuana is fucking rough, but man. San Diego. I mean, San Diego's down there. It's very removed, which is why I think everybody always just thinks out of like the Chargers, just like oh yeah, that team. It's just San Diego's way down there. It's not only way down it's there. Like I, still San Antonio, I still don't really know what people like, are doing down there. <laughs> Like, I don't know how people make a living down there. I mean, Mitt Romney had, sold his house down there. Mm, he was uh, the only rich guy I knew who was down there. He doesn't seem like a San Diego guy. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, the, but the first time I ever saw, like, because traffic is set in San Diego. That's where Catherine Zeta-Jones lives. I think. Yes, yes. And there's that line where Dennis Quaid goes, like, don't worry. I get it sweep for bugs twice a day. And if, on a clear day, you can see straight down to Mexico City. That's right. I'm like, you can't see Mexico City from that San Diego. That's like a, a fucking, that's, a really, like a, that's, a, that's a really tall building. Because, <laughs> I mean, Me- Mexico City is a three-hour flight from I mean, L.A. It needs to be really clear to see Catalina from uh, Yeah, big time. I mean, like, you'd, be, like you'd be lucky far. to see Tijuana on, like, a non-smog day. What are you talking about, man? It's like, oh yeah, you see that shitty pissy air? That's Tijuana to the south. The shittier pissy air to the north, that's LA. Yeah, maybe if the earth was flat. Maybe, but but it is, man. Who knows? I mean, again, I still, you know, let's move the border up. I mean, by the way, like now's a perfect time. You've got those three houses in Dana Point totaling like 16. One of them belongs to Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. The one that's about to fall off the side of the cliff? I don't know. He lives there. What I the hell is he going to do? He's never going to sell that. That's a, I don't know. That's a <laughs> brutal loss of money for Josh. He better win the Super Bowl next year. Because <laughs> that house is going to take a fucking nose. That. What are they going to do with that house? God, the poor Bills. <laughs> I'm watching that Super Bowl, and I was just like, uh, like while I was watching, I was like, uh, first of all, going back to Vegas, I think the Super Bowl should be in Vegas every year. I just think, like, I think that city is built well, they're for gonna go to, the Yeah, Super but they're going to go to New Orleans next year. Oh, yeah, no, like, they got their spots, and that'll be at SoFi, and, like, I get it, but I was like, if they came out and they are like, we want to do it in Vegas, you have all the fucking hotels, all the hotels, like, more than enough hotels. Oh, my, yes. All the gambling, all the restaurants. No, 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 it's you perfect. You can walk, like, my friend went to, Chris Stone went to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, so he I believe walked. I saw plenty of photos. He walked. Imagine that, like, I walked to the Super Bowl from my hotel. Like, how What hotel was he staying at? I think the... Mandalay Bay or Excalibur? Oh, it's that close. I, I mean, that stadium's right there. I mean, I had, listen, I've not been to Vegas since the stadium opened. I mean, uh, I, right. I, I, oh, I you just drove through there. I, I drove through there in COVID um, and, and, and stopped at Lake Las Vegas on the way back. The last serious time I had in Vegas was our, I believe, was our infamous. I'm trying to remember if it was our infamous trip to the win. Or I might have gone to a bachelor party after that, but I haven't been to Vegas in a really long time. You know, I'm getting that weird vibe. I'm like, I wouldn't mind like a weekend. I'll be there in May. <laughs> I mean, my, my birthday. Are we, going to, are we going to excess? My annual you know, I mean, that, That's where I think that's where the Chiefs had their post victory. Uh, uh, um, bang bang. Fucking, yeah, sure. I wonder if those girls from Chico were there. Were there again? <laughs> uh, but that's uh, that. I love Vegas, and I'll always go for my birthday. My birthday tradition. I brought it back last year. Oh, nice. For an, oh, we there. We were there for two nights actually. But uh, I but just think the do, Super Bowl yeah, should you're be. Cl- you're a classy guy. You know, you 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 handle your shit. You go. You play some golf. Yeah, I mean, I'm not up too news. late, but I just love it's the it's the cigarettes inside, right? And the blackjack table, and that's where I do love to gamble because it's like you don't you really have to have, don't have much guilt because everybody's doing the exact same thing you're doing. Yeah, listen, I no no no, and there's great restaurants. It's time it's time to get back. I might actually yeah, I might actually back. have to might have to make the make make uh, I, these it. days. I have to sign like <laughs> I have to I have to put in like applications so far in advance. I've right, been invited right. to a 50th birthday down in Mexico. <sighs> I mean that's requi- I'm, that I'm, I don't think I'm going to get past 
that application is going to be approved. That's, uh, I mean, I, I understand 50 is a big age, but um, I don't know. The traveling for someone's birthdays is, is a, it's go, even going out for someone's birthdays. Uh, no, like, no, I know. It's a new oh, thing. Man, I mean, do I'm we like, have to? I know. Of course, I'm like, great. It's my generation. I mean, I'm not close to 50, but like the four or five years ahead of me who are 50, five years, six years, five years, six years. Anyway, the, like, I'm part of that generation where like traveling became like a thing. Like the first friends of mine that got married, all of them had the fucking bachelor party, like, like the traveling bachelor party. Yeah, right. right. Like and, where and it wasn't normal, like destination weddings, destination bachelor parties, destination showers, destination birthdays, destination this, yeah. destination that. And I'm People like literally need to like stop oh. with their destinations. But yeah, unless you're a I, fucking I, billionaire and you're gonna fucking splash out. Yeah, it's more like final destination. Yeah, no, but that's my sort of attitude now. I'm like literally like you cannot in good conscience anymore be like. I mean, I remember. I knew some people who got married at the fucking four seasons on the big Island, like 15, 20 years ago, long time ago, ah, 15, when I was poor, when I, this was a long time when I had no money, I was not a working writer. I was an assistant and they were getting married on in Hawaii on the big Island. Now I've gone to Hawaii and I had not, I've been to Hawaii like a bunch. Now I cannot believe that that was a realistic invitation. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, in retrospect, and they said they sort of couch it being like, "Hey, don't worry, you don't have to stay at the Four Seasons. You can." This is really before Airbnb took off too, so it was like, uh, "Okay, I don't know where to stay." So I didn't go. And I, need, I didn't I, go to that. I didn't go to that wedding. I remember the the guilt that was like laid at my feet for that, that. house. Okay, so that house. Who lives in that house? Where is that house? I'd love definitely to know. a Pittsburgh house. Um, so yeah, I don't blame you for not going to that. That's a fucking, I miss me on these fucking destinations. Right. And that was like, right. And that was back when I was in my twenties and I'm like, literally I couldn't rub two fucking nickels together. If I did, it was like, maybe I could then, you know, get home for the holidays, like kind of thing, you know? And like, you're like, Oh, we're going to get married in Hawaii. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Oh, Jesus. Even if I was like, yeah, uh, one note uh, that I would have my, my one note on this movie (laughs) is when they were, there's a lot of Nazi, there's a lot of swastikas in Buffalo Bill's basement. I, if he's showing up to like a Nazi Proud Boy event, I feel like people would be like, "Get this fucking weirdo out of here!" Yeah, you're, yeah, he doesn't have Proud Boy energy. No, not at all. At all. No, no, no. He's yeah. They no. didn't need the swastika. The dude literally is cutting people's skin off, right, <laughs> to make himself a fucking. It's like we get it. He's weird. I don't need the Nazi paraphernalia. I feel like it's like misplaced. That's hilarious. They'd be like, "Wait, you do what?" Like, the, I'm reporting this. All right, listen. Keep talking about. <laughs> drop some more sounds in the lamb's notes. I need to put some more ice in my uh, in my cup. Well, also, he's way quick. He's really not that quick on the draw he's literally his his advantage over Clarice in the basement is like in unreal uh it's like it's like Mahomes versus the Niners defense in overtime like he's got the night vision on she can't see anything he clicks his gun and she turns around it's like dude click your gun and she, like you have her the fact that she was able to get turn around and get that shot off shooting at nothing by the way is, is very impressive so uh uh, a very flawed movie. <laughs> very flawed ending. Now that I literally have no fucking issues with this movie whatsoever, but it's true. Like he literally cocks the gun and it's like, dude, cock your gun and take her out. Like you have the night vision. I don't know. I feel like Buffalo bill could have easily gotten out of that one. And I mean, yeah, this Definitely is, why he's not a Nazi, I yeah, no, the, 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 the swastikas feel, uh, he just doesn't feel like a Nazi to me or like a proud boy or whatever, whatever those guys are calling themselves. Yeah, no, now. I don't think they would let him into their gang or like they would. <laughs> and then they would like realize who he is. 
I feel like well, because proud proud boys aren't Nazis, are they? I mean, or they are. They kind of are. I mean, they're all sort of from the same fascist tree. I feel, I feel like. like Nazis would just be like, wait, what are we calling it? Like old Nazis from like back in the day would be like, we call ourselves proud boys. Brown now. shirts, like, proud. Yeah, they're, they're it's like brown guys. Shirts. We have like the we we came up with like the most best sinister name for our organization, Nazi. Right. You guys just fucking call yourself proud boys now. Like fuck this new generation. <laughs> Well, we'll see, man. I feel like there'll be a, if, 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 again, if the Trump wins in November, I feel like we'll have proud boy posses on every street in America. Yeah, probably that, um, um that, uh, that, you know, that was, a uh, that Biden, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he didn't do himself any favors being like, I can do my job. And then he's like, and then he went back, he like left the press conference, <laughs> then he went back and he, he missed, he, uh, missed, he did not the, do himself any favors. He mistook Egypt for Mexico. Oh yeah. But I, but I think on a clear day from Mexico be, City, you can see Cairo. Yeah, but maybe to be that's fair, I make thinking. that mistake all the time. Egypt, <laughs> Mexico, and I'm 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 45. I have no fucking idea. I, but I think he did himself no favors by not doing an interview before the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, here we go. Oh, this one. AMC got. I got to say, AMC. Oh, this isn't too. No, it's Die Hard. Oh man, even better. You know that that's the thing. Somebody brought up a great point about like the Die Hard is a Christmas movie and. Uh, I'm just like, does it really change how you fucking watch the movie? Somebody was just like, when, when, uh, when it's Christmas, <laughs> I never, like before the whole debate started, somebody was like, I never had the urge to watch Die Hard on Christmas. Right. I, like I can, I watch Die Hard in June. There's no like, I mean, look, I only watch it on Christmas. I just, I love these fucking arguments. Like these were the arguments that I had in college when you had nothing to do. You had like your college roommates, right? right. And you would spend so much, there was just so much dead time. You know, I feel like when you, when I was in college, like you were in class mm-hmm. and you would just hang out all the right, time right. and you would get stoned and you would just sit around and you'd have these debates. Right. And I were, see. I never knew the debate. Ooh. I didn't know the debate existed either. I'm Wait, just. I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember that little scene right there. Hold on. I don't remember this. He lit, he he's up there and he looks out the window at this fucking sexy woman across the way. I do not remember that little right, detail. That, that's hilarious. Well, that's a jo- <laughs> that's a Joel Sil- that's a Joel Silver edit right there because <laughs> yeah, I feel like Joel funny. Silver produced. He's like, listen, I need some. He's. Like, I need. I need a half naked woman in a in a. The best moment So he's got two of those Bruce Willis looks over at her and he, that, He's not looking over He's not putting anything together in that moment He's just looking at this woman Because she's hot And then there's the, the great moment is when he's running through The, like the elevator shaft And he, there's the picture of a naked woman oh, yeah. <laughs> And he taps <laughs> as he runs by But I see I, I, the, the, the Die Hard Christmas movie debate It's like if it was put in law in the Constitution that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, like, does it really? It doesn't change how I watch this fucking movie. I never. Could, I could no, give a no, fuck. I know totally. But, but so, so when somebody fun, said yeah. that, because I, I never watch Home Alone. If Home Alone's on, I'll watch it. But like, I usually watch that when it's Christmas time. I, I mean, yeah, but I see. I would always, I've always argued that Home Alone feel always felt more like a Thanksgiving movie. Like towards the end of Thanksgiving, you, you, mm. you, 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 you know. Well, I mean, yeah, because how long... Pop on a little Home Alone action because you're like, all right, it's time. Actually, I made a declaration to myself that that's officially my favorite Christmas movie, Home Alone. Really? It's my favorite one. It's a good one. I mean, it's... This is definitely one of mine. Um, No, I mean, look, I I support both sides. I support the yes, it's a Christmas movie. No, it's not a Christmas. I support both sides because I think if you took... The Christmas is great texture. It's fantastic texture. Totally, totally. But if you took it out... 
it's like you still have great shit. You still have Rickman. You still have Ellis's Coke uh, fucking vibe. <laughs> you still uh, have McLean and, and like the how progressively dirty his wife beater gets. <laughs> like when we just saw him, his wife beater was crispy. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. It just gets worse <laughs> over and over. I mean, yeah, no, totally agree with the debate on the fu- the debate on the Christmas. I mean, this is always a great movie. It's the same thing with like LeBron or uh, Jordan or Mahomes and Brady. It's like. Fuck me, they're all great. They are. They all are great. And I have to say, like, shout out to Patrick Mahomes because I know he's a huge fucking fan of the show. Yeah, you know, um, I mad respect when they were talking. Like, you're like one of the greatest. It's like, you know, you're better than Brady and Ball. He says, No, hold on. He's like, Brady beat me, man. He did. He's like, Yeah, yeah. He's always gonna have that over me. Right. And I'm always like, respect. Yeah, he knows. He is great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, it's weird. Like I hate dynasties cause I get sick of it. Like I wanted the Super Bowl to be, well, I want it to be the Chargers, but that didn't happen. Yeah. I wanted it to be built. so close to the playoffs. Bills, Lions. That would have been a fucking dream. Totally. That would have been so good. Totally. But those are, you know, two, like two, like I rough think, look, I blue think collar the, yeah. cities. I think the window's closing on, on the bills, but I think Detroit's going to be good for a while. And, um, I just, I get sick cause it's the fucking Super Bowl. I get sick of when it's the same. I got so tired of those fucking Patriots. I, look, Super Bowls. I, look, if I was in the NFL right now, I would just be thanking God that Kansas city let Tyreek Hill go. Cause could you imagine if that, if that team had Tyreek, I'll forget it'd about be it. over. Right. Forget like about you it. would be looking at like, Oh no, they'd be there. I mean that, but they are there every year. That's the thing. It's- this year they were impressive because like this year was tough. I mean, I, I did not, I, I mean, I, I am surprised that they went to the places they went to and won. Like that Buffalo yeah. game was I, close. I, I knew they were gonna. I knew. Goals. I knew they were gonna fucking. <laughs> I knew they were gonna fucking. Ste- I knew God they were gonna poor. fucking steamroll the Ravens, which they did. Uh, the Ravens will be. St- the Ravens are not gonna win. Like they fuck them. They, but they, uh, but I, I like um, how the, I like how we've gone from screenwriting. This is a real football <laughs> sports betting. We got a lot to, we got a lot to yeah, cover, <laughs> but, um, but, but, uh, but no, it's, uh, but sorry, campers, I've been away for so long. How was your January? I haven't seen you since, uh, January was good. I did, a. Did a little dry Jan. Um, I, so, I mean, that could, that explains my absence. I did a super clean January, and I'm still on it. I started the first three days with a cleanse from creation. Yeah, me too. It was oh, it was great. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It was I fucking creation great. Cleanse. I actually stopped drinking for a while. I didn't. I stopped drinking on no, December uh, 30th. Uh, I had such a, such a heavy-duty, wild 28th, 29th, and then on the 30th, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chillax. Yeah, it's kind of nice to start it early. Yeah, didn't drink on New Year's, uh, watched the ball, just got some really good night's sleep, and then I, yeah, and then as soon as I got back, first week of January, I did a, a, a five-day creation cleanse. I did three, but mine, was yours just juices? No, it was... Uh, I did one that's got with food With the food, it. yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 like, not only did I feel lighter weight-wise, I felt, like, lighter, like, spiritually mood everything i was like so light i was like uh, I yes i was I, I yeah it was great i mean i didn't <laughs> like some of the lunches like the well like, no it's like a fucking it's like minestrone soup it's like God i didn't mind it. i like the soup the limon soup is great and i love that and their actual the cabbage soup is good cabbage soup is great i still get that <laughs> shit no no i've been very it's crazy i've been going to the gym i told you i'm going to the gym it's a whole other. Oh, I mean, well, so it's a my, whole other world. So that so that cleanse like inspired me to just like I was like I'm just gonna really basically. So now I eat lunch. I used to not not eat. I had to eat like Brandon and I stopped eating lunch in like 2012. Oh like, really? We, we wouldn't eat lunch because it was just like 
a drag to stop working and like make a sandwich. <laughs> so I, I had stopped eating lunch for fucking years. I would just have like maybe a few almonds. Now I have like avocado toast. Uh, lunch I is my biggest. Lunch is my biggest meal of the day now. I, well, I think you. I think skipping meals is not good. I because like so I would skip lunch and then around fucking dinner time I would just like inhale food. Yeah, you'd be starving. No, no, no. I just I, I, no, no, I'd no. gorge and I'd go. I'd like order a fucking like cheeseburger. At, like a, I was like I'm so fucking hungry because I'm skipping meals. Right. No. Well, I, yeah. Some of the some fasting is not terrible. I mean, my goal now is I don't like to. I really don't. Uh, as a rule, unless it's like a special occasion, don't eat dinner after. Don't eat after seven thirty. Yeah, I start. I eat dinner at six. Um, yeah, I, mean, I try to get to six. As, I mean, as close to six as possible, but have a smaller dinner, a bigger lunch. Uh, and you know, you don't. So when you say big lunch, what are you, what are you talking like meatball sub? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that crazy. Um, no, just like, I mean, no, like just like bigger. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I mean, just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to snack. Like you said, I'm trying to snack less. I'm a big snack. It's problem is it's like, I, like I'm a fucking incredible procrastinator when it comes to writing, you know? I mm. mean, it's like, um, I am when I don't have it figured out yet. I'm like, fuck this job, fuck, fuck this industry. Totally. But then when you do have it figured out, I can't wait to fucking get up and start working. Yes, agree. When you, <laughs> yes, when you click on this, when you click on, yes, when there's stuff that you like to do, like I'm working on a project with a colleague right now and I'm loving it and, um, you know, but sometimes you don't. Any, but the point is, is like, anyway, but like you spend a lot of time and you're like, ugh. Like, uh, I gotta, you know, so you snack, I, I find it's dangerous. You know, you snack a lot when you're writing cause you'll get up, you'll be writing and I'm like, okay, I'm losing focus. Right. Yeah. I, I really don't snack much until I just, until I took her on her second walk and I worked out. That's when I snack, but my snacking is now like carrot sticks and hummus. That's good. I mean, like trying to, yeah, I'm, tra- I'm trying to do more of the, look, I mean, look now it's like, not, I mean, now it's like sort of a good routine. I work out first thing in the morning when I do work out. Then, you know, so, and, and then have like a light, very light breakfast after workout, like a smoothie mm. and then just, a big lunch and then a big, a big lunch would be like a Caesar salad. Oh, like so lunch there you like go. A lunch yeah, today right. was like a big Caesar salad with chicken yeah. and a cup of tomato soup. That's not a food coma. No. Food, food coma is when you, and I used to do this when I was temping in New York city, I'd go to, uh, I'd go to Kosi. <laughs> C-O-S-I, those fucking places right. and get like a Buffalo chicken sandwich. And like a cookie. Yeah, no way. And I was like, why the fuck am I so tired? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah that's why. Yeah, but yeah. But I mean, yeah. I was marathon training. I needed those carbs. No, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I remember that. I remember that. You were, you were working really hard. And I'm working on the happy No, but yeah, dude, that's where I realized, though, is where you, well, that's where you get fucking fat, uh, really, as a writer. It's the, it's the hours of, like, lunch to dinner. But now like, this- you hit, you hit, like, you know, you grab, like, a fucking sandwich from All About the Bread on uh, Melrose. They're, they're good. They're fucking great. Great. I'll get a large fucking they're, turkey they're club. God, they're Godfather. So Bay City in Santa Monica has the Godmother. All about the bread's got the Godfather. Yeah. So I was sandwich. in this bad. I, mean, I was in this bad habit from like October to December, where I wasn't working out. I was right because I was writing. I was working back on the show, and you're working out, but then like you're starving, and you're just hitting these huge lunches. Right. You know, like ramen, fucking, you know, and the po- you know, the Postmates, like, and on the show, you know, we we were able to like, sque- oh, yeah, we were able like, to squeeze another season of like Postmates moolah out of the see studio. those writers' rooms because there's fucking snacks everywhere. Well, this is Zoom, so this oh, is even worse. Oh, oh, right, so, we, right. so we made the, we said we made the argument where, well, if we don't have a room. 
full of snacks, we need fucking uh, Postmates. And so they gave us Postmates allowance, which is like a death sentence for your cholesterol yeah, that, level. Yeah, a, a Postmates per diem. Oh, or, God. But this sounds like this was like a nice per diem. Like they were, you would, uh, and, I mean, like it was unlimited all right. It actually, no, it was not unlimited. And then it ended up being like, you ended up always chipping in because of the hidden fee. That's when it was like one of those <laughs> moments where you realize, really realize how badly everyone's getting fucked on, on Postmates. Because you're just like, oh, yeah, because you, you think you have like... I think it was like 25. It was a decent lunch fucking budget, but it was like 25 bucks. I'll never forget when Postmates came out. That was a game, a huge game changer. Huge. It's like, wait, what? I probably gained a hundred pounds because of that. <laughs> but I mean, but you get $25, but then you're like, you really have to figure out what you want to get, you know? Cause it's like, Oh, there's this, there's that, you know, and where do you want to, where do you want to delivery fee? But here's, I mean, that's what I but like, yeah, it can be dangerous, man, especially because I started saving up. So you'd be like, oh, by Wednesday, I've got like $75 and I'm fucking starving and I right, haven't right. eaten anything. So then I was just like, you know, they opened up uh, Willie Mays opened up in uh, Venice. Willie Mays from New Orleans. Huh. I don't, I don't know Willie Mays. It's the f- best fried chicken in the, in the uh. world. So then you just, but you're so you're starving. So you got to make up for lunch on Monday and Tuesday. So you order like a family meal of like 40 pieces of fried, you know, and you're just eating fried chicken for days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder if that, that, I think that Ralph's is still there actually on, uh, cause that, that would be either Olympic or Pico. Because I mean that building as a yes, know, I know, but he, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but no, the I could well, you know, I started eating avocado toast because I learned about <laughs> avocado cups. Fucking, I, I can't play the fucking game of uh, cat and mouse with avocados when they're ripe and ready to go. Like you buy one and then the next day it's fucking. You got it like, yeah, looks yeah. like her fur. Yeah, yeah, it's brown as shit. No, totally. Uh, so I was like, no, these you can get those cups. <laughs> it just says an avocado already cut up and you spread it. Five minutes, I mean, I prepared to eat it, and I'm back into my work. Listen, avocado toast is the <laughs> avocado toast is the best thing in the world. Squeeze a little lemon on there, a little of pinch of salt, and it's I your find own. that uh, so that cleanse got me like eating better. And now, even, not that I ate uh, poorly, but it was that skipping lunch was a bad thing. Yes, and uh, and now I, I eat salad every night before dinner. I was never a salad guy. Now I'm salad. Salads are good. I'm just quick little tomatoes and, and bone spinach. Broth. I'm and, a uh, big bone broth I, I, guy. Because so, there was bone broth in that cleanse. Bone broth is the best. <laughs> I so mean, I that, ate a yeah. whole, like those really big juice bottles you get at Creation. Yeah. Mine had bone broth in it, so I got that. I drank the whole fucking thing. My intestines were like, bro. What the fuck? What type of New Year's resolution are you fucking yeah, putting dude, Oh, man. Dude, that My bo- stomach was fucking destroyed after uh, that. Yeah. No, believe me. It still gets destroyed sometimes. <laughs> I go heavy on a, when I go heavy on the greens. Like, usually, like, you know, you, weekends, I usually let loose a little bit and have a few more treat foods. So then on Monday, when I'm back on, like, the workout mm-hmm. and I start, you know, shooting fucking turmeric and ginger and avocado and green threes and bone broth. I mean, I am, it's like that bone broth is good. I mean, it is like Crohn's all, I'm mean, like, I, it's like, I must have Crohn's cause I am constantly running to the toilet. No bone broth for, I, it was, I was trying to enjoy, uh, I don't even know what I was, what movie I was watching, but that bone broth was, uh, was really, oh, I was bone, hammering oh that my God, bone broth. It's the best. It's like, it's, it's like so you're drinking good. coffee. Very good. I really enjoyed it. So I'm on a real kind of like eating healthy kick. Nice. Real like, and I got to say like, I, I I love Camp Good Boy. I'm going to continue to do Camp Good Boy. I hated Molly agrees with me. Yeah, I, Molly. I did not miss. It. I missed Camp Good Boy, but I did not miss Instagram like one bit. <laughs> I hate I hate that app. I hate it. 
<laughs> I just don't know. I, I love Camp Good Boy. I hate Instagram. It's a real, <laughs> it's a real dilemma that I'm under. Yeah, no. It's so crazy. when I signed back on, I was just like, ah, I didn't need, I didn't need to come, but I, I get, but I needed to come back cause I missed my campers. Right. No, I know. But then you're, yeah, I know. But then you're back. And you're but like, now you're uh, back, you're like to back the f- like, oh, maybe I should sell the camp to like the greedy corporate, uh, <laughs> never, never. But, uh, but no, I, 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 I needed to, I needed to get it back up and running again, but I was just like, uh, I, it was so, it was just a one less thing you have to check. Right. On, on my phone. I was like, I, I, I buried it in the back of my phone, uh, shut off notifications. That's so funny. I, and I just when I got back on, I was just like, yeah, it was kind of, and I don't know where everybody went. It feels a little emptier there now. I don't know if that's because I've muted so many accounts, but when I got back on, it felt like when you were at a party and like maybe you went to a bar and you came back to the party and like everybody like went to sleep. No, like, I, I feel, no, no, I, yeah, I agree. It I was feel, very weird yeah. coming back. It just felt like uh, way emptier than it was when I, when I, before I signed off. Well, it cause it's weird, sort of, there's an, L, well, cause I feel like we taught, we touched on this the last time I feel like I was on the show. I, there is an element and I, and I've been feeling this too. I mean, I, I've definitely posted a couple times. In the last, I, I've never, I've never been an, a, a maniac poster on Instagram. Like I'll go through, like, you can tell like manic episodes of Nick because I'll post like five photos in like a week. <laughs> but most of the time, I, you know, I, I was sort of few and far between. I, I feel like it, it, it's certainly like I kind of go to it occasionally, but it doesn't bring me the same sort of joy. Everything feels sort of the same, you know, and like in terms of like, I'm going to get everyone's fancy vacations. Like I know a lot of fancy people. Right, right. right. And I'm, I consider myself one of them and there will always be like great vistas. Mm, You know, there'll be uh, friends at a restaurant, right? The birthday photo for sure. The randos in the apartment or house photo, you know, lots of kids photos, all of which are enjoyable. Yeah. But then I start looking at like, who are the people that are posting these do I see any of them in real life? Like to any great, uh, a lot or a little, or, and I'm like sort of not. So yeah, Instagram is starting to go the way of Facebook for me. Cause I'm never on Facebook anymore. I mean, I've got off and that was, see when I got off, I'm like, Oh, I love it. Amazing. Better way of life. Big time. And then I feel the same way about Instagram. It was so nice. Not again. It was a, it's a dilemma because I love camp. Good boy. Camp. Good boy will never end. But I was just like, man, this is so nice to not have to check this fucking thing. Right. No, and I like the memes. So I, like, nice. I like the memes, and I definitely, <laughs> like seeing, I definitely like seeing some of my friends' stuff and what they're up to. Um, you know, there's lots of, like, you know, people who I miss, you know, who I like to see what they're up to. Because I wouldn't know, another, and I wouldn't know if it w- weren't for that. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, like, yeah, like you said, like, I don't miss it. It seems sort of like more trouble than it's worth a lot of, a lot of times. It was just, it was just a nice, I, I'm going to do that. I'm doing that every January. So campers get, get really get, get, uh, really soak it in in the, in December. Well, I'm doing I'm, another, I, the creation cleanse was so successful. Speaking of January, I'm doing another one of those in March. Yeah. I'm like, doing another like, one in like July, like twice a year. Like every, I like, hit the do a six month fucking like, a, I'm going to do it like every couple months. It's a good it's thing not, to just, the, I'm t- the, not the juicing shit, like the food, no, and, the food, food and the juice, right, like, no. you know, eat some healthy hummus. Right. I mean, right. You know, eat some healthy hummus. Um, I mean, it was only really hard the first night. Cause I was like, Oh, I man. found day two to be the worst. See, day one was fun. The breakfasts were fine because it was like an oatmeal and it was like a, a chia pudding. Totally. But, the, but then the first dinner was like a, um, I think it was that cabbage soup. And I was like, man, soup for dinner. That's not dinner. 
Like, Fortunately, like, I had been doing that for a while, so it wasn't really hard. Like, like I, Kenny Banyan Seinfeld was right. Like, that's not a meal. Soup is not a meal. <laughs> like, when when I he mean, just wants soup no, and Jerry's I, like, all right, this is the meal. He's like, soup is not a meal. But yes, I agree. But I mean, like, literally, like, I mean, like, our, our Christmas dinner, like, that was, one of the, meal. that was one of the biggest fucking meals I had had. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, but now, now, I mean, I mean, at least, like, I mean, I realized then I was like, man, there is some pot. I'm like, you know, lose. I'm not on Ozempic, but I am losing weight slowly, but surely. Cause I used to go there and I'd have to get like the full fucking cut. Now I was going for like, give me the thin, like yeah, three yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, like, you know, but that's like, a, but again, to me, that's like the special occasion dinner where I, I don't do that as much anymore. No, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I so I have been, I mean, just in jet, but I'm just saying big meals in general for dinner. Like that's why. So the, for the day two it was like when I hit the lunch, and I think the lunch on day two was like a, Hummus wrapped in collard greens. I mean, that's the thing. And the I was food like, was all insanely like healthy, but they were really small portions. Like, really, really small well, portions. Well, that, that sandwich was, seemed like it was bigger than anything you could ever get at all, all about the bread. Because I couldn't, it was not, I didn't like it. I was like, ah. No, it's t- eating. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, there's an adjustment. Uh, there's a real feeling out phase with uh, eating healthy <laughs> and having doing a cleanse. But I was worried about doing the cleanse because I was like, fuck, a juice. Like, that's it for three days, just juice. But then when this woman was just like, oh, no, we can do this one, the three-day quick cleanse. I'm like, oh, there's like a salad, like a wrap in there. I'm like, all right, totally. there, there we go. Totally. But it's bad. I mean, I've done some of those like straight juices. Well, I didn't want to press juicery ones. It was like five straight days of juices. I, that was awful. Well, because pressed juiceries are they're way smaller than the creation juices. Not only that, that was all I was had. There was no food. So like it's I was tough. tired all the time. I, I mean, like the nice thing about the creation thing was it's like, okay, I knew I was like three days. I'm not going to work out. Right. But I could get a walk. I would get a good walk in. And I wouldn't feel terrible. Molly knows what I'm talking about. Well, so, oh, and so another thing that I got, uh, I, it was more of just like a, I took a flyer on one of these things. I got one of those sauna suits. Oh, boy. Like, basically what the neighbors in Christmas really vacation were. Around. No, well, I just wanted to try it. I was just like, I, mean, I was just, it was like a curiosity. That's one of those things that you, like, put on your body and, like, sleep in? So, no, you, you work out in it. What? So I worked out in it, and you sweat. I was, it was like, it's like an ungodly amount of sweat. Like, so I wore it. I just wanted to fucking try it because uh, I was like 205 and I wanted to get under 200. Right. Uh, which I basically at now I'm like at 199. So I kind of reached my goal. In two <laughs> but I, uh, but I, uh, so I was like, oh, I just kind of want to try it. No, 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 no. You can't lick that. No, 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 my. <laughs> so you can't lick that. Uh, so I tried the sauna suit and it's, I mean, it literally is like. You put it on, and I I jump rope for like forty minutes. Wow! And when you when you pull it out, it's the the water is just dripping out of your of your suit. You're you're drenched more so than like regular sweat. It's like it's. I mean, there's a reason why it's called a sauna suit. Like you, it you're you're fucking you're cooked. It had the, the amount of sweat. Wow! So I kind of like this kind of a of fun thing, but no, the problem is it's hard. It's it's distracting to work out in. Well, okay, because you had this thing and the sweat is flying all over the room. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this thing. Wait, is so stu- what gym do you go to? The one right here. Oh, nice! I jump rope right here because my my ceilings are high enough. L- look at you! I, I like push it. that table over and do it right here while I'm watching the. My, I mean, the my gym that I go to has a steam room, so I work out and then I hit the steam room usually right after. See, that's for a better. Long that's steam. a better sweat. These sauna suits, like I mean, my dad mentioned, it's like what wrestlers do to to drop weight like super quick. Right. Even though it's all water weight, and you're just going to put it back on when you drink a cup of water, but. It's just, it's stupid to use if you're not a UFC fighter or you're not a boxer <laughs> who needs to make weight in like two days. 
So I tried that. I worked out in it twice. And, and the, again, the, sw- the amount of sweat was like a, just a fun little, like, curiosity, just a fun little thing to do. Right. But it's just, it's not comfortable. It's just distracting. <laughs> and then fucking February comes along and Molly's got the big casino. Wow. So oh, she, yeah, had some, yeah. she had some, she had some, that's why I told her not to lick. She's got, she had some cancer cut out of her leg, some skin cancer. Right. So now I'm dealing with uh, senior dog shit. <laughs> I mean, I think she's okay. They, like, I don't think it's spread to like her lymph nodes and like her blood. Right. So she just had this nasty like boil that I got taken off the back of her leg, which is a that's a that's a big bill that comes back. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, can only imagine. I mean, my dog broke her leg and it was ten grand. It's insane. But I mean, they do do like great work. I'm sure they do. But I mean, I mean, that's another thing I've got to start thinking about. I'm like fucking. Well, how dog, old is your dog, dog insurance? Oh, I mean, yeah, I used to have it, and then, I, but I wasn't, I was never using it. And now I kind of wish that I right. You let it lapse, and then and poor Molly. So no, I mean, for update, Cambridge, she's doing fine. She still has her energy, but like, yeah, she had can- she had some, she had this thing that had a ton of cancer the in it, and they, they got it out. Oh man, how did who called it the big casino? Like, where did that come from? I, did they? I always thought that was what they called heaven. There, I was like the big casino oh. in the sky. I always felt like cancer was something that was called the big casino by like old timers, like that might, ma- listen, mafia might, guys, may, may, probably. But I feel like cancer is the one thing that probably shouldn't have a slang. The big C. <laughs> I think they called the big C, right? Because I remember, I remember growing up there. I was like, well, he went to the big casino in the sky. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Molly, are you feeling all right? She's Molly. doing fine. She's got like her energy's normal, but like, you know, this she's ten. Yeah, those are things you deal with when you have a ten-year-old. So, dog. what does that mean? You're seventy in human years, right? I think so. So she, so she's, uh, she's the, she's fucking Bradley Cooper in the third act of Maestro. <laughs> now, did you see that movie? I did. Yeah, it, it stinks. I, I mean, you know, yeah. It's not. It's like not a movie. I like. I, I was so. It's beautifully shot. It's very. I mean, he's a great director. Yeah, for sure. I like Stars Born much more though. I, I I just feel like again. I would just point out that I'm like Jesus. You know, like problem with Maestro is it's like, it's just like not a movie. I didn't. I didn't. I was like, what am I watching? I don't know anything about this guy. And he he. Uh, then then all of a sudden he looks like a guy that like. Greets you at a fucking Jewish diner. Big time. <laughs> like, Big time. Uh, he, I, Look, like, he looked I, a lot like Leonard. Here's my problem. Again, here's my fucking problem with that movie too, though. Not, it's not a problem with the movie. It, it, it like, it, again, that's a movie. It's like I am so excited to see Dune two mm. in the movie theaters, and I didn't even really like Dune. Dune, the first Dune was beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Uh, beautiful shots. I can watch. Uh, there's scenes in it I can watch. Right. I mean, it's not, it, you know, it's a slow, it's a slow movie. I get it. I mean, I hear there's a lot of payoff in this sequel, right? but I'm so excited to see it in the big movie theater, you know? And I think that's what probably, you know, everyone's like, you know, oh, Maestro's ever get, it's overlooked because it was released on Netflix and not in movie theaters. Right, I, right, I mean, right. again, like you would, that's a movie you would go and see in the theaters when 15 years ago, because mm-hmm. it would be like, Oh, here comes I'm surprised the-. it wasn't in theaters. It was for like a week. Oh, got it. But I think people are just like, who does he play? Who they is, I don't know. Who they, they, they wouldn't give a shit who he played if they knew they had to go to the movie theaters to see it. That's my hunch. Oh, you know, they, you know, I feel like you know, they, I, like I mean, I was certainly not like, oh, I got to run out and see Maestro because the subject matter wasn't. A, I mean, look, I know Leonard Bernstein, but I mean, but no, but it's not like a, it's not like the fucking Rolling Stones biopic. It's like no, it's like who's well, this no, guy? Look, it's let look. My, I love it. I mean, but Leonard Bernstein's great. I mean, like no, it'd yeah, be more for sure. It'd be more interesting if they adapted that great Tom Wolf. 
uh, story, radical, radical chic and Mau Mauing the blubbly blahs. But it was like it was about a about a Black Panther party that Leonard Bernstein had in his apartment in New York City. It was like all these liberals with these like, intense like Black Panthers. Um, but uh, yeah, again, uh, to me, I'm sort of like these movies. Now, Killer of the Flower Moon was one of those where I went and saw that in the movie theater because it's Scorsese and, you know, obviously the greatest. Um, but that was one of those where I was like, I got hoodwinked. I, but, didn't, I didn't love that movie. I, just, I know. I, I did not I know. I did it. not love it at all. But but Apple seems to get it because they they're like, they're releasing these movies and then you have to go see it because like, it's like I keep going, I keep refreshing Apple TV waiting for Napoleon to be free mm. and it's still not free. And I was like, the bastards. Like... It's a it's a much better business model. I do feel like if Netflix is really in the game, but they're not in a game. I mean, what's his face said it? Sarando said it. Like that, it, they're all in on streaming. So okay, go all in on streaming. I do think that like a lot of like movies I saw at least, you know, don't want to drop to watch your toes. I'm dropping names, but I I have some. I have a buddy, you know, just sold a big fucking thing, and uh, they the with big stars attached. He obviously had no say in it, even though it was his idea and his fucking script. But um, yeah, I mean, but uh, but why would he ever have any of this? Oh, look but, at that gas price, seventy four cents in woo. LA. <laughs> Where's that AMPM? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, but um, but you know, he said they that the whole the whole creative team, even though he was you know a part of the creative team, he had no say in it. But he said they were like they went with Warner Brothers. Because it was a theatrical release, mm. and everybody on the all the big stars were like, "That's what we fucking want, man." Like, oh, yeah, we don't want to do great. you know the streaming shit. Forget it. No, I mean, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. But uh, Maestro, just uh, my my, I think again, he is a really good director, Bradley Cooper. My problem is that I just you're watching it I, again. I don't know much about Leonard Bernstein, and the movie just kind of starts as if we know everything about Leonard. Right, Bernstein. right, right. One of those, and he's young, and then the movie jumps like fucking 20 years and now he looks like a guy that's going to slip me $20 on Thanksgiving dinner. It just jumped so far. I'm like, wait, what about that? You just jumped a huge chunk of time. What happened in that chunk of time? Now he's in Connecticut and there wasn't enough to like latch onto that I really cared about. And I, I was like, well, I don't really know what this movie is uh, versus the holdovers, which is like probably Loved. the best movie I've Loved. seen in like 10 years. Loved. Fantastic. Perfect Loved. movie. Alexander Payne can do no wrong. I kept saying, I keep saying like, if there's a dark horse in this Oscar race this year, it's Giamatti. Give it to all of them. It, that, it's they so don't good. make movies like that anymore. That was what I loved about it. That movie, could have, movie. that movie could have existed in the sixties and it's still, like any time that movie could have been, it was just wonderful. I love that. It was so well done. So well written. Everything I, paid off. It was I, great. Like I've, it was like perfect storytelling. May, December. I really loved, I liked to love that movie. I actually really enjoyed American fiction too. I have to say, I mean, <sighs> you didn't like it. I got I got a, I got a zag there. What? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like that movie, and I didn't. I, I kind of enjoyed it actually. And I got like a. I got like a gasp from somebody when I told them that I didn't like it there because I. I feel I was like. I it's didn't not like, like it. in my tops, but I enjoyed it. I didn't like it because like the the initial like the A story is good. Like it's like oh that's interesting, but the family dynamic was way undercooked. They were trying to do too many things. They were trying to do two things. Definitely. But I will say this, and this is why I liked it again. Like, I mean, I, that was like one of the, that was a movie that I really appreciated. God for, I'll probably get canceled for saying this, but I, I liked it. Cause it was, it was like, it was, it was, 
it crossed over for me. Like, mm. I mean, like in terms of like a lot of times I see some of these movies that are, you know, uh, you know, race forward, if that makes any sense. Right. right? Like primary, you know, and it's like an, about, and now I like some of them because culturally I'm not, I'm insensitive. Definitely. And do I learn some more about some of these cultures? Yes. But a lot of times I feel like I'm being preached to. I never felt like I was being preached to in this movie. No, I didn't feel like I was being preached to either. Which mine, I liked, mine, which I, which is what I liked about it. And I thought Sterling K. Brown and Issa Rae were actually really great in it too. But, uh, so I, but yeah, but that was just my problem with it is that it, the family stuff was like overly dramatic. And I'm like, but I even, you haven't spent enough time with these guys. That's fair. I could use more. But there are some fucking hilarious moments. I mean, the conver- the scene where the two white writers start like moving, moving into a conversation about like fucking and all the sex when they talk about right, how right. like the title was fuck. And they're like, remember when I fucked no, some like, girl, I had been on those conversations. In fact, I've perpetrated some of those conversations. And then all the women on the things were like, okay, bye. No, like that. That's the thing. The, 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 the main, the, the, what this movie is about was like the best part of the movie. I feel like it should have just gone all in on that. But like, I get like his family is what obviously got is what he wrote about. And I get it. No, for sure. But then Sterling K. Brown is straight. He's 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 straight in real life, right? Yes. I think so. How do you get away with playing a gay? I don't know. No one's complaining though, right? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. How did he bet it? How did he pull that? One? I don't know how he how he could, how he could pull that off. Uh, you know, because he was on days. This Is Us. Uh, there was, this Is was Us. Was he gay on that show? No, he, no. But I think people just love This Is Us. Yeah, listen, he's a great actor. I he mean, is. By good. the way, he should be able to play whatever he should play. Like my my, I, my hey, buddy, my buddy Matt, my me. buddy Matt Bomer should be able to play straight guys. He's uh, we all thought he was straight in college. Well, hopefully Sterling K. Brown because he got an Oscar nomination. It's like no, like. Like let, let, let a straight actor play a gay guy. They it's can, okay. It's called, it. it's called acting. It's called, it's it's called a, acting for a reason. Hopefully he'll remind everybody that you can do that. Yes, you're allowed to. <laughs> it's allowed. It's allowed. It's not. You're not. You're not like. Look, I get it. Like I can't play a black man, um, but at the same time, like you know, you can. You're, the whole fucking point of acting is to play different people. No, you're it, not, it, it was like yourself, right? it was refreshing to see a straight man play a gay actor or play a great gay uh, character. It's like, oh yeah, those. They yeah. Again, like, like unexpected. It, it, but then, uh, uh, and then, past lives is really good. I thought that was good. Yeah. And then, did you see Fallen Leaves? I have not seen Fallen Leaves. I, just, I like Zone of Interest. I uh, still need to see that. That was uh, Anatomy of a Fall is good, really good. That was good. That it's, was. Good. You know what? I gotta say, it was a pretty damn good year for movies. If I do say so myself, I, yeah, it was. I like mean, these look. award, these Oscars, like the, ever since COVID, it's been like a yeah. No, it's been this shitty. year. It was no, like no, 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 no. This year, look. I mean, look. A lot of look. Again, American Fiction is another is one of them. You didn't have to love every one of these movies, but man, they took a lot of shots. They did, and, and some of them were really some of them really paid off. Like, oh, yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, again, like uh, Oppenheimer. I love that movie. I, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of feels about it. I'm like. You fucking show me a fucking three and a half movie. That's a fucking three hour movie. I felt like it was ninety minutes. Yeah. It moves. It never fucking stops. I'm I'm not a Christopher Nolan. I hated Tenet. No, and he finally Didn't like Inception. He finally made a movie that went forward. <laughs> that went yeah, right in right order. Right, right, and not, <laughs> right, and right. And yeah. Not only I could follow it. But it was like it felt the whole. But it also it just it came together so well. I loved it. You know, I I appreciated Barbie. You know, I had a and and I and I appreciate what these movies had done for my kids because I again I remember I said uh, even fucking Wonka was hilarious mm. and um, but I remember saying 
to my kids. I said, Hey, I got Wonka. I got the screener for Wonka. We can watch it at home. And they were like, fuck that. We want to go see that in the movie oh, theater. There you go. Um, even the new mean girls musical. Was I was act- so confused by that. I was like, wait a second. What? I, I thought it was it. Is it a remake or is it what Mean Girls like? Because no, I saw no, that Tina me- Fey is in it, so it's her character. But now it's like no, and she wrote. I mean, no, it's the musical. So it was a Broadway musical. They made the movie into and a, musical, a musical. Now, now it's the movie of the musical. Wow, so Tina Fey's just stacking Mean Girl chips, big time. And, but <laughs> what I but here's something crazy that I, which I did not know was that um, that Mean Girl, this Mean Girls was actually. Uh, it was made for streaming. It was gonna, it was supposed to go. I think it was a Paramount Plus movie, hmm. and then they were like, "No, let's release it theatrically," and they made money. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, I, I think people want to. Uh, people want to go to. I'm sorry. They do. Yeah, they people want to <laughs> go back to the movie. I'm telling you this. Dune, I mean, and people want listen. Oh, I by mean, the way, Dune's gonna fucking people destroy. Wa- yes, right. Because people want to listen. People want to go see. I think people want to go see movies. It like it's not. It's not going to be like a free for all. You have to make movies that people are in, kind of interested in seeing. You know, I mean, well, I, no, yeah, that's the thing. We can complain all we want about like, oh, so his, his wife beater's kind of like it's getting it's getting, it's getting dirty. Gr- it's getting dirty. <laughs> it gets, it's it's it. the elevator shaft that really gets it gets it dirty. <laughs> but, uh, but what a fucking great idea to put that gun there. <laughs> Just this movie is so great. Um, no, I mean they're they're gonna go, see like Argyle. That, I don't think that movie did very well. What the no. f- cause what the fuck is that movie? You watch the trailer and you're like, what is this? Right, and it's a secret and there's a cat. I, but it's like, I, it's such a just, and the cast is like such a, it's just very random. So I, I don't know that that one did that well. And, no, which flopped. I hate because I flopped. love Matthew Vaughn. And I love um, Sam Rockwell. But uh, but I think I just I, I I wasn't surprised when that one didn't do well because the trailers is very confusing and then this Madam Web doesn't sound like it's uh, doing I, very again well, I, again I think again I think from a for, like Deadpool Wolverine will will crush of course yeah, uh, yeah but the definitely. preview because the preview looks fucking good because and De- Deadpool's great yeah and it was great it's been great because every one of them I've watched is not like any of these other dumb fucking superhero movies they're right. all the same well I remember I watched that I was in that the, they showed it at the the new Beverly of all places, the the new like Doctor Strange trailer. This was last year. I'm like, what is this movie? Right, this seems so. Fucking I haven't confusing. seen any. I haven't seen any of them. I still haven't seen the Avengers. I, I, and I'm not a movie again. Campers, listen. I am not a movie snob. Like I like fucking. I like schlock and 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 I like fun schlock. But I do find some of these movies. You know, like I didn't watch The Hobbit. You know, I love Lord of the Rings. I thought The Hobbit was like a big money grab by Peter Jackson. Like yeah, I don't do, I don't like do, it. I don't do money grabs. I loved Iron Man, the first Iron Man. I thought it was great. Yeah, I don't like money grabs either. Like, uh, what was another notorious money grab? Uh, usually, when they make a sequel to a movie from like the eighties, yeah, it's like or, that. nobody yeah. asks asks asked for that. Or you split like the last two Harry Potters into two movies, oh, right, and like right, the right. second one is just two hours of action. And you're like, oh, they just took like what could have been a 25 minute ending in the last one, and and, like and extended and extend it to two hours to right. make a no, to make the final movie. I, I don't, I hate these money, I hate money grabs. And no one should go see Madam Web. I mean, it's part of the weird Sony again, the weird Sony money grab around Spider Man. So it's like 
Is she? It's so like it's Venom. a female Spider-Man. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, know it starts it. to get confusing. But it's like Venom. It's like it, it goes into. The, it, I feel like you filed it under Venom. And what was that one with Jared Leto? Morbius. Mobius. Was that part of the Spider-Man? That's universe? part of the Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, right. That's part of exactly. like the Sony extended Spider-Man universe. I'm just like okay. I, I can't tell. I mean, again, I, I, I I'm, I'm. Oh, look at how fucking dirty that. Thing yeah, is. Now it's, it's, it's literally was white two scenes ago. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, I, I can't tell if the if the bubble's bursting a little bit on that stuff. Oh, big time. But uh, but but then Deadpool is going to come and fucking reset it all over again because it's going to make a well. Of money, I mean, maybe but. they're making some more better creative decisions. I've heard this new Fantastic Four, which they announced the cast for, is going to be set in the sixties. Ah, so maybe you know you never know. Like sometimes there'll be some randos that like pop. Like I I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. You know, I didn't see it. Um, have you ever seen the guest? Yeah, I fucking love that movie. Oh Is that with that God. guy from the uh, the blonde guy, right? His Dan, name's Stevens? Dan Stevens. Yeah. That that, that movie, movie is so that movie great. Is so great. I watched it the other night. I was fucking blown away cuz I love the director. Um the guy that did Your Next, which is one of my favorite uh, horror Your movies. Next is also an unbelievably uh, what the fuck is his good name? movie. He's a great director, but I was like, oh, yeah, The Guest. Yeah, what the hell is his fucking and I was name? Just He's like fucking from the Joe Swanberg school. The, he is. Um, and Joe Swanberg fuck. is great in Your Next. But the guest is incredible. The guest is that scene where he goes, you know, um, I'd like to send those ladies some blow jobs. Oh yeah, yeah, and he sends the and guys, send the guys cosplons. Great scene it's, and I great mean, soundtrack. What the? Well, it's like really synthy. Yeah, very. What that synthy. movie did it's really like uncut well. Uncut gem synthy. You no, know, it is uncut gem synthy. It's also Terminator synthy. Oh, because the movie basically oh, yeah. the Terminator. Oh shit! In a, I never in a, thought we, about in that. a weird way, because he and they they explain it beautifully in the fact that they barely explain it. They just like he was he was a soldier in Iraq, and the government used him for testing. That's no, it. no, totally. And so that's you're it. like, you don't what even know what's going on? Fuck is this guy? Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a killing machine. Oh, it's so great. So, I, so then, when the synth, I was like, God, this is like the Terminator, right? And the scene where he like walks <laughs> in, like holding a whole keg with one hand. He's like, where do you want them? And that like, movie the synth was music fantastic. Hit, like, it really. Yeah, no, that's a great movie. That's a camp. Goodbye. Wreck of the week. Uh, the guest. Yeah. The holdovers is the camp. Goodbye. Wreck of the past 10 years. Definitely check out the whole, if you have Peacock, the holdovers is available for free. And if you live in LA, it's going to be playing at the new Beverly in March. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Sign me up. I wouldn't mind seeing that actually. Cause I saw that on a big screen. I wouldn't mind seeing that movie. Alexander Payne is just fucking the best. He really is a great director. Very, very good. He's just very He's good at what he very does. Very few blemishes. I didn't love downsizing or whatever that movie. No, called, I hated downsizing. Like, That's the his only real blemish. The descendants is whatever, but like it's it's not a bad movie. Downsizing sucked because that was the first time he like went out. He he got he went he went. It was concept. Yeah, not, and that's not his, that's, that's not his, not his thing. Uh, I didn't. Nebraska was fine, but it's like, dude, it's twenty. It's you don't need to make a black and white movie, right? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I had a light January, uh, Molly had some cancer, some skin cancer cut out of her leg. I think she's going to be okay. She's doing fine. Uh, what else happened? I think that's, uh, that's it. That's about it. Valentine's so day. Another Valentine's day came and went. Yeah. As you had, as you know, on the text, I had totally forgotten about it. Then I posted, then I posted a photo for Valentine's day with my whole family, my teenage daughter, well, she's 12, but she's basically a teenager demanded that I take it down. So I took it down hmm. Then I was chastised later on by my wife for not putting anything else up. But I was like, I can't fucking win. I'm like, first of all, and also let's be frank here. 
can't I fucking hate Valentine's Day. I've never celebrated it. Me neither. I've, I've never celebrated because I got dumped in the eighth grade on Valentine's Day. And uh, I was like, what? Well, yeah, fuck that. Bitch. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Uh, Where the hell is she, man? But it's all I, I can't help but think that it's almost put this like Valentine's Day hex on me a little bit. I've never celebrated it. Well, why? So much so that I wrote a horror movie about that takes place on Valentine's Day where a bunch of couples are getting murdered. Oh, I love it. I was taking miles. I really uh, listen, uh, listen, if my TV show goes to series, I'll, I'll throw in some shekels to get that done. Swear to God, man, I fucking hate Valentine's Day. It is like a totally manufactured thing. I remember once in my life, I had a very, I had a serious girlfriend. I was in college and I like planned like a really elaborate Valentine's Day and we had a nice elaborate Valentine's Day. But it really wasn't that much different than the other night. I mean, we had a nice dinner. We fucked. And uh, that was really about it. And then, like, we broke up. And I always, like, got the feeling that, like, I really over overdid that Valentine's Day. Hmm. And I, because I was, like... And I, and I felt that she felt, like, uncomfortable about it. In retrospect, these are, these are, like... You know, and this was what I came up with in Relationship Autopsy, which would be a really good, I think, reality TV Wait, show. Wait, that's a great title. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking Relationship Autopsy where you're like, you, you, go, you go back in time and like relive. It's like, it'd be like Scrooge, but I kind of want to almost do it in real time where it's like, you go back in time and you sort of figure out like, here's where you fucked up. Well, it can be like Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I hate but like it, it. But it can be like, yeah. That's like McConaughey, like, right? And the, it the, is, yeah. That and, was like uh, his pre Early Emma technique. Stone. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like early, early Emma Stone. Oh, wow. But no, like ro- uh, romance autopsies, a fuck relationship autopsy. Relationship, is a great title. Yeah, relationship autopsy. But you go back in time. I, yeah, I remember girlfriends, he had to go back in time and figure out what he did wrong. Right, yeah. But I would rather, this would be fun if you did it in reality. You know, it's like, like 90 Day Fiance. Like I, you know, cause I always go, I mean, I always thought, I mean, that's cause like, it was funny because like up to this particular person in college, I sort of took Valentine's day relatively seriously. Mm. Get your girlfriend. If you had one, some roses, do something quote unquote, like one day you're, but now I realize it's just a fucking another sham, just another fucking corporate, you know, fairy dust to get you to spend money. Cause like you should be doing that all the time anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I like to think that, uh, so my script was initially just at first date, but then the note that I got back was let's sit on a Valentine's day. So I feel like if, when this movie comes out, we're going to change Valentine's day forever. Nice. Not like, not like my bloody Valentine. This one's, uh, this one's a really like, yeah, it's going to be good. All right. I'm looking forward to, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. Hopefully we can put it on, uh, you know, camp good boy movies, to movies to what check out, check out. Oh yeah. And by the way, listeners, if you have stars, my movie who invited Charlie is in the hidden gem section on, on stars. As I have it to should give my, be. Ooh, I have stars. To give, yeah, stars. I have to give myself a little uh, shout out there. As you should. Thank you. It's a fantastic movie. <laughs> That's uh, probably grazie. the best COVID movie I've seen. Oh, grazie. Thank you. Because I didn't like the bubble. Uh, Sick is pretty good. Did you see Sick? I did not see Sick. Sick is good. Uh, it's like two girls quarantining and there's a dude stalking them like a killer outside. Oh, is Ashley Benson in that movie? I don't know who the lead... Oh, you know, I think the one, the female is, uh, I think, Pamela Adlon's daughter, maybe? Or maybe I'm thinking of the Hellraiser. Sick is great. Oh, right on. But I think Sick and Who Invited Charlie are were the best COVID movies. Yeah. Because there's a lot of movies that have tried to do it, I feel like. And yeah, well, we're been, a star. Yeah, we, yeah. They've all just ha- been yeah, like... If you're yeah. out, campers, if you don't, if you don't, if you haven't rented it or bought it on... Amazon or Apple TV. Who invited Charlie is now available on Stars. 
Love it. You can find it in the who in the yeah. You can find it in the hidden gems and recently added section on stars. God damn. Well, fuck. I need to do some shout outs. Woo, yeah. one, woo. <laughs> well, it's been nice to be. It's nice to be back. You guys should see what uh, Phil has done with the cabins. They're really nice. Every everyone, you know, we and we've added some wood to the uh, to the to the giant bonfire. And don't worry, Molly. Is giving me a good, healthy look right now. I think she's going to be okay. Yeah, I, I, I do mean, too. I, but again, you know, she's your dog turns ten. It's it's not yeah. borrowed time, but it's not not borrowed time. By the way, seventy is old. Okay, we live in, we live in a world where old. people are like you know just trying to keep changing the clock. But uh, but I, I think I caught it pretty early. Knock on wood. But it has been it has been stressful. It is stressful. Oh yeah, Cause, I know. Cause you're just yeah. uh, you're, when your dog, especially when your dog is. Uh, like, because like when you, when a human goes in for surgery, you're just like, oh yeah, they'll make it through the surgery. With a dog, you're like, is my dog gonna make it through yeah, surgery? No, it's weird. Totally. I, well, because because when a human, they can fit that mask nice and over your face. With a dog, it's like, how does that air mask fit? Uh, off I think like everything for humans. I think it's you know we've just been you know. Uh, what's the word? Uh, fucking coach to think everything is going to be okay. So we're surprised when it doesn't go. Okay. Yeah. Well, pretty much, pretty much. So I, I, I think she's, I mean, she's got her energy. She's, she's rocking and rolling. Nice. But, uh, she's fucking miserable. She hates the cone and everything. Uh, but I, but so that's the Molly update for everybody. But, uh, but yeah, so far 2024 is not, not, it's not, it's off to a pretty decent start. So far, well, so far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back soon. We'll do, we'll do a tomorrow. fucking uh, political report, and it's it's grim. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get some shout outs. Let's do it. Uh, very sorry, campers. It felt I felt naked not doing not having camp. Good boy, the whole month of January. Well, now we're back. <laughs> Time for some shout outs. But uh, let's see. I don't have them written down. But, uh, but let's see what we got here. Uh, let's do. Shout out. Uh, hey, sh- hey, shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Garita Supreme. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out the real Tyler Wright. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Mad Dish Alert. Ooh, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Oh Sweet Nothing. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Joel W. Ooh, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout out White Mike 40. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to. Uh, shout out George A. Garcia. Hey, shout out Manny Too Dope. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Hey, guys, thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening. Glad to be back. I am glad to be back. I am welcome glad to be back. back. Uh, so we're going to. I do think that I'm going to start doing the the twice a month pod. I like, I like tw- that. I like the twice a month pod. Every one one every two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's good because you can have like super like this is like a super sized one. And now so, this is a big one. Yeah, so people who are listening are going to be able to listen to it over many. I've noticed as, as a podcast listener. Like, you know, I, you know, I need to I, uh, longer pods are better. Like, uh, um, well, look, this isn't fucking smartless. Like I know, like, you know, like that's the thing what? When, or like the Bill Simmons podcast or the Bill Burr podcast. We're like, you know, when, when that, when those, when those episodes are dropped, people are listening to it within like the two to three hours after it's dropped sometimes. Well, but I mean, not that people don't do that to this, but I'm just saying like, I, I'd rather give people a chance to really. I I'd like to give people a week or two to. You should enjoy it that. over my head, like Bill Bill Maher Club Random. Like some of his ep- some of his interviews, they go for like two hours, mm. and that'll take me a week to listen to. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, like by the way, the smartless episodes that are under an hour. Sometimes those apps aren't very good because it's like they're just not. 
Like, you know, I mean, the episodes are not good. Like, the Paul Giamatti episode on Smartless is like an hour and 45 minutes. Uh-huh. And they're just vibing and talking. They are good at vibing and talking. I mean, look, sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. But, I mean, like, you know when the when the guest is interesting. I mean, now on Smartless, like, if I'm not interested in the guest, I, I, won't, even, I won't even listen. Like, right. I like the guys. I, I think they're great. I love the little documentary they made. They're, they're wonderful. They are good. They but, are good. Um, you know, but I mean, now I'm like, I'm into pods, like, where this is going to be great. I will be listening to myself talk to you, and uh, <laughs> I, this will probably get me through next week's uh, school commutes. I mean, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So, sorry, campers. <laughs> Sorry, campers, but you got to take breaks. I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm doing that January cleanse from Instagram every fucking year. It sounds like, listen, I mean, again, I'm, I'm I, feeling much better in, again, in general. I mean, like I'm, I, 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 you know, I, I, I think social media has brought us to where we are right now. And I don't think that's a good place. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> But no, people still like going to movie theaters, so that's nice. People are finally beginning to come back to movie theaters. Yeah. People are trying to interact with people again. I mean, again, it's like Instagram again. At first, it was like, it was, I've always said, like, it's the blessing and the curse. You love seeing how, like, people you knew back in the day were doing. Now I hate it because, I mean, most of it, again, it's all, fu- everything's so fucking choreographed and doesn't feel real. And it's designed to create real FOMO. And, uh, I don't really suffer. I never suffer from FOMO in my life. And then I, I I certainly don't anymore. I did when Instagram started and everybody was posting pictures of them on boat. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? It's like, like, what are you doing with your life? You're living your dream, living in Venice beach. What the fuck are you worried about? And it's like, oh yeah, I'm, that's me talking to myself. No, there's no, 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 no. no. I mean, I never had until yes. And now I'm stopped. I'm going back to that place where like, I don't give a fuck because I'm like, you know, these are like, I mean, again, like some people I know, they're like, they post the same photo from the same, I mean, not the same photo, but a photo from the same sort of place. And it creates an, it's all an illusion. Everything's an illusion. Social media is an illusion. And that's why I think everyone's having such a hard time with like the truth and what's real and what's not and all that stuff. And, and, uh, I mean, I'm just like, yeah, I think what you did was great. Oh God. Loved it. But I'm back, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, all righty, guys. Thanks, hey, everybody. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you uh, in two weeks. See you in two weeks. All righty. <laughs> okay. Stay safe out there.